Cubs KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. The Broncos on the road closing out their 2020 regular season. Hastings getting set to take on the Morningside Mustangs here this afternoon. I spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach uh, Tony Harper. And coach, made it through the year. I, I wouldn't bet earlier this season that uh, we wouldn't get to this point, but we've made her... Uh, all nine weeks so far. We really have. And, and I tell you what, that's that's the, a credit to our players. It's a credit to our assistant coaches. It's it's a credit to Hastings College for allowing us to be able to do this. I mean, we've we've been down quite a few guys for about the last four, four games, but uh, they're allowing us to do it. And, uh, you know, our guys are excited. We're excited. I think this could potentially be one of only a few schools in the entire conference that has played the full nine-game schedule this year. So, you know, that that's a credit to our guys. We have an opportunity. The, the ratings are not out like we typically have because of the COVID issue and a lot of conferences not playing. But this would have been uh, the number one team in the nation. This <laughs> oh, weekend. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, they're not missing a beat from last year's team. You know, they were a great team last year. They pretty much returned everything on the offensive side of the football. Their defense, they, they took a hit with some of those linebackers and DBs, but uh, they just replaced them with some other guys that are just as good, if not better. So they are definitely a number one ranked team in the nation. Uh, Morningside had a bye week last week. Uh, to get ready for us, and now they have a chance to play for the, the conference title as well today. I, I like how you said they had a bye week to get ready for us. I love that. I like that comment. Hopefully, moving down the road, that's what it's going to be like. But uh, yeah, they've had a couple weeks off. I think that were weren't planned, and, and I'm going to steal a word from you. They were on a, a COVID bye, um, so they they didn't find out about that until Friday night. I think prior to the to their game last week. So um, I talked to Coach Ryan Sunday morning, who I got a ton of respect for him and his staff, and and uh, he asked me about five different times coach are we playing coach are we playing are we playing and i gotta tell you what coach we're going to show up with 54 guys i don't know who they are not for sure of that right now but we will be here and, and uh you know happily we are here today well just hop on out to right away you've got to right now as it stands uh, 12 starters out you've got four backups out that will not make the trip Boy, normally you would you would cringe on just a uh, a regular week, coach. But when you go up against the uh, number one ranked team, you, you really got to cringe. Yeah, we we uh, we've had to use our imagination. You know, um, for example, uh, we had uh, Griffin Roberts, who we finally got back um, two days ago, and uh, we had him out there catching punts. Um, we actually had him out there taking some snaps at quarterback, and that's. You know, you always talk to you, preach to your guys, you preach to your own kids. Hey, you never know what's going to happen. You got to be prepared for everything, and that's kind of what the 2020 football season has been like, and uh, the 2020 year in general is you got to be prepared for anything. You know, we we've had anywhere between four and 12 guys out with contact tracing and different things like that. So, you know, unfortunately, we've kind of been prepared for that since about the Midland game, which is about a month ago. But uh, our guys are approaching it. You know, the toughest thing, and I'll be honest with you is when I had to make a call Friday, or excuse me, Thursday night uh, to some seniors, Robert Hernandez, Richard Hernandez, Alex Cadillas, um, Jerry Stewart, those guys are seniors that are not going to be able to play their last game. You know, And, and uh, I know a lot of high schools had to go through all of this and other college sports uh, last spring when this whole thing first started, um, but it doesn't make it any, any easier calling those guys, especially when we've had all this time to kind of prep for it, you know, so... The guys were very receptive. They were, they were appreciative. They've been in the stands every single practice. You know, they were at practice every single day this week. They couldn't obviously come down on the field, um, but it's kind of allowing them to have a little bit of closure. So he sings in uh, Morningside here this afternoon. We'll play with the guys 
we got. So what was the message this week? We have an opportunity uh, today. You always talk about an opportunity to play the best, and, and today we're going to see that. that. That's exactly and we what we told him Thursday at our last team meeting. What I told him Friday night after the team meal was, guys, we're not coming up here to be you know traffic cones for these guys and just stand still and let them run all over the place. We're 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 keeping score today. You know, their offense against our defense, our offense against their defense, special teams against each other. And and we're not just going to stand still, man. We're going to come out and compete. That's what we want to see. We want to see if we can utilize this thing. Because let's be honest, I don't know if I ha- if we have a single senior starting on the defensive side of the football today. So we're going to be playing with freshmen and sophomores and juniors, guys that we haven't seen all year in this type of competition, especially against this type of competition. This will be a great catalyst and a great exposure for us moving forward in the spring. And uh, so we're going to go out and we're going to compete and we're going to go we're going to get after them. We were in kind of the, the same situation last week. We had a bunch of guys out last week when we went to, to Dort. Things didn't come out uh, uh, real well for us uh, last week. We were down some guys on offense, didn't move the ball real well on offense, and, and they ran all over us uh, defensively. Yeah, they did. And, again, that's a, that was a great football team. And we and you and I talked about it. We knew it. You know, they got the quarterback. They got the running back. They got the backup quarterback. They returned all those offensive linemen. <laughs> I mean, it, but the, 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 the bad thing in last week's game was – was they hit they hit us at times and we didn't respond, and guys are going to say, well, the, the players got to make the plays and different things like that. Last week's game falls squarely on my shoulders. Um, we got to a point in that game where where we kind of lost our composure and we weren't finishing plays and and we kind of had some miscommunication on the sidelines and we got to do better um, as a staff. But again, Dort's a great football team. We couldn't move the football, we couldn't stop them, we couldn't slow them down. Um, we started off okay defensively. We just didn't make the stops when we needed to, and that just gave them confidence and momentum. So, you know, we, we took what would happen on Saturday, and I'll be honest with you, I met with quite a few guys on the defensive side of the football trying to figure out what's going on and seeing what they need from us. And, uh, you know, we had some great conversations, but, uh, again, you can't go out and play against a top-five team like Dort and, and, and bust as many plays as we did. Yeah, 583 yards of total offense they had last week, 420 on the ground. It was just a, a simple case where – they were committed to the rushing attack, and we couldn't stop it. They were, and I'll tell you what, what, what they did a great job of and what we failed to do as a coaching staff is they, was, they were hitting us weak side. We were playing a lot of too high shell. And our rover, we didn't have him lined up correctly uh, to get off and, and take care of that. We would send our defensive end down right now because against that veer, you want to take care of the dive. you got to pick your poison. So we wanted to take care of that dive because that dive's killed us the last three years against those guys. Well, they got the Iowa quarterback. So we got to get a guy to him. They're doing a really good job of sealing our inside linebackers so we couldn't get to there. And when our safety did get off the roof and get down, it was, all right, am I going to go to the quarterback or am I going to go to the pitch man? Either way, you're, you're in trouble. You can't balance it. Um, and we, did, we, we didn't do a very good job of putting our players in positions to be successful. So that fell on the coaching staff defensively. And when you see on offense, uh, Johnny Zamora was our quarterback last week. Didn't throw the ball a whole lot. Only nine uh, chances last week. Completed two had trouble rushing the football. What did you see on that side of the ball? Well, on that side of the ball, they overloaded the box, um, and, and they they were daring us to throw the football. And I'll be honest with you, you know, last week against Dort and the week before against Northwestern, and, and our players asked questions, and I was, I was brutally honest with them. I go, guys, we wanted to keep that Northwestern offense off the field. We wanted to keep that Dort offense off the field. And but to do that, you got to be able to get positive yards. You got to be able to get first downs. They were overloading the box. It's a hat for hat game, and uh, you know we we probably handcuffed our offense a little bit last week um, just to to make sure we could get some breathers for our defense when we were on the sidelines, and it didn't work out that way. So uh, today we we all handcuffs are off. We're going to go out and we're going to play football and see what happens. 
did we have more than nine passes called last week or Johnny uh, checked out of him or what? It's, you get a lot of that RPO stuff, and, and that's where you really can't dictate or determine if it's going to be a run or a pass. There was some times we probably should have pulled it and thrown it, uh, but predominantly um, coach called uh, run plays, and, and that's what we wanted to, to focus on. Malik Thorpe, maybe uh, one of our, our bright spots last week offensively, had a 69-yard run. He ends up with uh, 90 yards for the ball game. You know, I'll tell you what, Malik came into camp as the four-string guy. You know, Tyree's been out. We haven't had Tyree for about two or three weeks. We've had a couple other injuries. Brett is obviously our number one guy moving forward. I think you're going to see Brett do some different things today um, that you probably never have seen him do before. Uh, but Malik, again, you're 100% right. He was a, it, Malik is a perfect example. If you stick to it, something's going to pop for you. I mean, this guy has never seen the field. He's about 5'4", uh, about 180 pounds. And if he would have had a leather gear, he probably would have scored on that one big run. They just He just got hocked down by the corner. So uh, Malik is one of those guys that you look for that you're excited for because he came out, he stuck he stuck true to it, he kept working, and uh, he had a solid game last week. And defensively, these two guys have been at the top of the, the tackle charts about all season long, just about every game we've played, and that's uh, Titus Clay and, and Paxton Terry. Those two guys have had uh, great years for you. I honestly believe those two guys could be the top two guys in the conference coming back next year at linebacker because of their, their combination of their strength and the combination of their speed packs is pretty fast you know and and I think the thing is though too is we have to understand we got to build some depth behind those guys we don't have Titus today and Titus is a first team all-conference linebacker in my opinion so we got a true freshman going against the number one team in the nation hey let's go let's play football that's the thing that we got to do is we got to build a little bit more depth behind Titus and behind packs you know we don't have Paxson's backup today either Savon Roberson he got injured in last week's game so we got another guy coming back in there so um, you're going to see some different guys um, but again Titus and Pax are two very good football players they're the heartbeat of the defense to be honest with you all right let's go back to how we we started this thing who's available who's not we've got some uh, heavy hitters that are not with us today yeah we, we, we've lost Titus on the defensive side of the football we lost Savon on the defensive side of the football, Richard or Robert Hernandez at uh, defensive line is out. Uh, Chance Bolin, our defensive no guard, is out. And, and Bolin, in my opinion, is a first team all conference guy. Jerry Stewart, who's been starting for us at corner, he's out as well. Um, but again, you know, we've had this situation for the last four weeks, three weeks. It's just now we're kind of getting back to this contact tracing. Oh, I'm around this guy, so now it's this guy. And uh, then you look over at the offense, you know. Um, we still got Jesse out, who's our starting quarterback. We got Luke Fairbanks tied in back. We got Griff back, though. We got Griffin coming back. Um, we're not as as uh, banged up over there or as many guys out on that side of the ball, even though we lost Andrew Cordy and Quentin Sinek. They didn't make the trip with us today. We just found out about that on Friday. And Q had really had a good season up to this point, and Cordy had really had a good week of practice. But, you know, hey, it's it's the hands we're dealt, and we got to move forward with it. Don't answer your phone anymore, Coach. I have told everybody, <laughs> when I get on that dog, when I got on that dog Friday evening at 4 o'clock, my phone is shut off. I am not answering. I don't care who it is. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and talk about Morningside as the Tony Harper pregame show continues after this. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready 
to fight back. And that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back with the coach, Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon in Sioux City. I can run down statistics, Coach, but the, these guys are just good on offense. They're good on defense. They're good on special teams. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're the number one team. They're back-to-back defending national champions. Um, they have really taken over the role of Sioux Falls and the GPAC. We talked about that every year. Um, and I think what they're doing is Coach Ryan and that staff every year is kind of even making it a little bit bigger, even making it a little bit better than what it was the year before. And, and here's what the thing with those guys, and, and I'll say the same thing about Northwestern, and I'll say the same thing about Dort. Look where their guys are coming from. Morningside roster, yes, they have a couple guys from here and a couple guys from there. Their, their roster is mostly made up of Nebraska, Iowa kids that understand the concept of waiting my turn, sticking through it, winning a ring, and then by the time I'm a sophomore and a junior, well, now I'm playing and I'm winning a ring. And uh, they do a great job of building that program up because you don't see freshmen playing for them. They're juniors and seniors every single year. And like you said, when they do have a senior, which they're, they're far and in between, uh, they just plug in another guy. Another guy that's about six foot four and 200 pounds and runs this and does that. But, I tell you, I mean, they do again, they do a good job. Here's the thing with those guys defensively. And, I, and, and Coach Jacobson, he's my guy, man. I, I like him up there. And, uh, you know, I always give him grief down at the convention. I go, man, what are you calling here? He goes, Harp, I go in the game with about three different calls. We let our kids play football. Then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Instead of trying to outthink people and everything. And I talk to Coach Ryan. I go, hey, how do you guys do it in practice? He goes, Harp, we get after it. We, we, we get after it. Our ones go against our ones. Our twos go against our twos. And it's an open competition. We're trying to simulate that this year for the first time in a long time. We're doing the same thing. We've got a couple guys out because of it in Tyree, but uh, they, they just got an expectation that this is the way that we do it, this is their standard, and we're going to do it that way. Yeah, their, their offense, uh, very good. 50 points per ball game, basically, is what they're averaging, 50.9, 545 yards of total offense, which leads the nation. And let's just start with their quarterback in uh, Joey Dolinchek. He was there last year. He was good. He, he's still putting up numbers. Oh, he's he's a good football player, and, and he comes from a great high school program, State of Nebraska, Bell West. You know, Coach Hoffman does a great job over there with those guys. You know, and, and, and if the thing that they got, though, is he's got a strong arm. I mean, I was watching the Concordia film. He's going opposite hash to opposite hash on about 25 yard with a rope. I mean, and he, he's got a strong arm. Well, now he's got that uh, number 81, who, in my opinion, is an All-American. Is my opinion, probably Offensive Player of the Year <laughs> in the nation. Um, young man from Bishop Newman. I mean, he's a good football player. And then if they decide to run the football, they're going to hand it off to an All-American tailback. And his backup is almost as good as he is, you know. But I think what always gets lost with those guys is up front. They have the best O-line every single year. Coach Ryan coaches the O-line. Their O-line just does what they do. You're going to run some inside zone, but they're going to down, down, and around you and get after you. Yeah, Reed Juergensmeyer is the guy on the outside. We'll be hearing a lot of uh, today. AP, uh, AP Ponder is the guy in the backfield and all those guys. that uh, Just unbelievable numbers, Coach. I, I was reviewing the uh, stats coming in here because, you know, I'm a stat guy. They got some big numbers on that side of the ball. 
All I got to say is, yep, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> they're good on offense. Uh, defensively, like I said, they're giving up a few yards over there, but they're they're still very good. Uh, I, the thing that they do, I think they're better up front than what they have been for now. That's that sounds a little crazy because they've had like an all American every year at their D line, but as a, it is a as a collective up front with their defensive line. They're probably as a group one of the best groups that they've had in a long time. They're playing some different guys in the back end and some different guys at linebacker. But, again, they don't do a lot of stuff. They just do what they do extremely well. You know you're going to get two two eyes. You know you're going to get a five, and then you're going to get some pressure. You know you're going to get a shade and a G, or excuse me, a G and a three and a five and a six, and you're, and you're going to play base defense with their match coverage. The guy that, that makes this thing roll for them is number 13 whose daddy played at Hastings College, who's in the Hastings College Hall of Fame. Um, I think Miller is one of the best safeties in the conference. He's one of the best safeties I've seen in this league a long time. They got a couple of good defensive ends, too, as I was uh, scanning through their stuff. They get after it. They get after it up front. You know, their DNs do a good job. They're very patient on the set and squeeze. You know, how we, we're not big as those guys, so we like to get pressure and push vertical early and get down on the dive. Those guys do a very good job of squeezing because they play this 4-1 defense with only one linebacker in the box. You're thinking, my gosh, we're going to be able to run the football. Well, you got you, you can if you can move the D-line. They do a very good job of setting in their gaps and anchoring their gaps. Yeah, rushing against these guys are going to be uh, re- really tough today. They give up only 77.4 yards per ball game rushing. That is number four in the country. So, And I know you're going to tell me here in a little bit we've got to rush the football. No, I'm going to tell you we're going to throw the football. I'm going to tell you flat out, we're going to throw the football. We're going to do some misdirection against them. And uh, because every defense has some holes in their zone or their man concept, doesn't matter who you are, don't care who it is. Um, and we have to throw the football. Dakota Wesleyan threw the football on them um, earlier in the season. We're going to have to be able to do that to, to, to keep moving the chains. All right, we'll come back and uh, check out the game plan for us here today as we take on the defending national champs. And in Morningside, we'll get more from the coach right after this. I came from a big city. Nebraska's different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated, Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer, it was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication, for sure, that is true Nebraskan style, and the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back with the coach, Hastings and Morningside here today, the final game of the regular season for the uh, Broncos here in Sioux City. So normally when we talk about Morningside, we talk about weathering the storm and staying in the ball game early. We're going to have to get off to a good start today. We have to. We got to flip. We say this every time. We got to flip the field position. But here's the thing that I think also special teams-wise that they're better at this year than what they have been. 
Their punter and their kickoff guy, their PAT field goal guy, he's better than what they've been in a couple years. He really adds a different dimension to them. Um, but we have to get off to the start. We got to get a couple first downs. You know, we got to be able to get a three and out on the defensive side of the football. You know, against Dort last week, we were able to make them punt on their very, very first thing. We should have been able to build on that, but unfortunately, we weren't. So we have to get out to the fast start. We have to get some positive first downs, and we got to make them punt the ball on defense. You talked about throwing the ball today. Is this going to be the, the three-step uh, quick stuff, uh, just trying to move the chains? Three-step, moving the pocket. Um, it's not going to be what it was about six or seven years ago when we had Nick Blunt going down the, going down the sideline catching all those verticals. We just, we're not built for that right now at this point in time. So you're going to get three-step, you're going to get moving the pocket and some play-action passes. And Johnny Zamora is going to be the uh, starter for Hastings again. It's a QB, so we're going to have to work him around a little bit and uh, – Get him in some open space a little bit and get him the ball downfield a little. You know, he's one of those guys, and you're going to know this, and some of the other people are. He's like a Doug Flutie type of guy. He's only about five foot yeah. five foot eight, so we got to move that pocket because Morningside's about six foot five. <laughs> so there, so we got to be able to move the pocket, and give him some clean lanes. Where else can we attack this? You talked about their defense being uh, so simple. If it's so simple, how can teams? Cannot attack this better. Because they play so hard and they play so fast and they play so physical. They know exactly. They're, they're the thing, and Coach Grindy made a great point, and I never thought about it. He goes, you know what you're going to get, but the reason that, that people struggle against those guys is because they are always going to be where they need to be. So, for example, what I mean by that, their slot area defender, their overhang Will or Sam or whatever you want to call him or Dog, if he reads pass, he is getting to his zone drop and then and then picking up anything through. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Well, coach, I saw this. Coach, no, uh-uh. this is your job. You do your job and you fit it in. It's almost like a perfect puzzle. That's why people struggle against them because you initially think I got this zone, I got that zone, but then they buzz to where they're supposed to be and it's not there because they just play so hard and play fast and play together. And there's no doubt we're, they're, they're going to score points today. Our job is to, to slow them down. We know they're going to score a touchdown. We're going to see that today, but we got to slow them down. We can't let them get into the fifties and sixties. No, and, and, and if they, if you know, that's what they do. Let's be honest. I think what you're going to see a little bit different out of us defensively is, is uh, Coach V and myself have been working together a little bit here, and and uh, past couple of weeks we played some soft coverages and done some different things like that. We got to be able to press the point a little bit. We got to be able to make them think. Now we're not going to blitz these guys every single down because you blitz these guys every single down, it's going to be a hundred to nothing, you know. Um, but we got to pick and choose the right time to bring some pressure. You talked about maybe some new wrinkles on offense without the spilling the beans, without spilling the entire playbook. What, what might we see today out of the, the Hastings offense? You might be seeing a different guy taking the snaps at different points in time. We got to. You might see some misdirection that we haven't ran here in the past, um, and that's all I'm really going to say about that. <laughs> I can hardly wait. <laughs> so in other words, uh, stay on my toes today. Stay huh? on your toes and get your binoculars out because we're going to see something. <laughs> All right, we'll see you afterwards. Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. We've got the scouting report coming up next with Morningside head coach Steve Ryan. Then it's Bronco football today. Hastings and Morningside on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. 
Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report. As we get you sent for Hastings College football this afternoon, Hastings getting set to take on Morningside here in Sioux City as we spend a couple of minutes with Morningside head coach. Yeah, COVID by, so to speak, did not play the ball game against the Don. You guys just kind of anxious to get back out on the field, huh? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, we are. I mean, uh, this late in the year with a bye, and then you know, you're planning on playing, but uh, definitely the guys are, are looking forward to playing and excited for this uh, this last game of the regular season. Have a chance to wrap up another GPAC championship with a victory here this afternoon. Uh, you're the uh, nine-time defending champs in the GPAC. Uh, I guess that's always a goal for you guys initially is to, to win this thing. It is, and, and it's, you know, I mean, in a simple goal, we always talk about just, you know, trying to be our best on Saturdays, and we talk, spent a lot of time talking about the process. But uh, you, you you then set that season goal to try to win the conference championship. Normally, we talk to you about getting ready for the national playoffs, and that's that's certainly going to be the case this year. Just going to be a little bit different. You're going to be playing uh, the national playoffs in the spring. How are you guys going to handle preparation for that? I I really don't have that answer. I don't know. I mean, I think. You know, it's such a unique year. Number one, it's it's nobody's ever done this before. So, I mean, it's a totally new experience of playing your season in the fall, taking time off, and then playing, you know, the playoffs. And since it's all new, you know, we just told our guys, hey, let's just focus on the moment. Um, and I think this year, just because of COVID, you know, just constantly reminding of them of, hey, it's one day at a time, it's one week at a time, let's just try to win this week. And you know, I've really fallen into that as well. So I just haven't thought about the spring, but it's definitely going to be a challenge. Coach 7-0 and on this season. He had one close game this year with Dort winning that one 35-30, but it looks like it's just been a, a typical season for your football team. Is that the case? Um, yeah, I thought the Northwestern game was a real battle earlier in the year uh, as well. And so um, it's been, it's been I, I think it's been one of the, the tougher conference schedules for us uh, in a long time. And, and there's probably a lot of things that go with that. But um, uh, that game against Dort uh, was really quite a game and an exciting game, a great game. And obviously you feel better about that when you come up uh, on the winning end in the end. You're doing it with a lot of offense like you normally do at Morningside, 545 yards per game. You're scoring about uh, 50 points per ball game. So you're doing it with an explosive offense again. We we have, and, and uh, not um, a lot of that, you know, I think one of the advantages that we've had with COVID is just Joey Dolan check at quarterback. And uh, any team right now this year that came back with an experienced quarterback, it, it was a real benefit. And for us to have, you know, uh, a quarterback 
that had, you know, played last year and played in that national championship game. And then, you know, receivers like uh, Reed Jurgensmeyer and Sione Tufua that have been with us through it all. And, and then uh, two senior running backs that, you know, just played a lot of games. So we were really blessed just to have some outstanding offensive skill players back. And, and that made it a lot easier on a, on a tough year like this year. Let's talk about your quarterback in uh, Dolanchak, uh, 2,737 yards and 23 touchdowns so far this year. He really has it all, doesn't he? Yeah, he is. I mean, I want to be careful saying he has it all because uh, there's some quarterbacks in our conference that could really scoot, and he does not have that. But just in terms of, you know, he's got great leadership skills. Um, he can throw about any ball that you need to for small college. And uh, he's he's very tough, and he's very mentally tough, and um, and he just has an ability to sit in there and play the ball game, and and that's a true credit to him. You talked about uh, your wide receiver Reed Jurgensmeyer, forty-five catches for nine hundred sixty-eight yards and seventeen touchdowns. He's been around the, the past couple of years, but he's getting the job done here this year. He really is, and you know the unique thing is, um, you know. We've had just outstanding wide receiver cores the last couple of years in the national championship teams, and and Reed has been a part of that, and uh, you know um, has been a critical part of that. But this year, you know, it really has become his team from a wide receiver standpoint. He's really stepped up as a leader, and you know, a couple of games where we've had guys out with COVID and injuries. I mean, we've just he's kind of been our guy that we've had to go to, and he's always responded. He catches he catches the ball exceptionally well. He runs outstanding routes. And there's not a whole lot that he's that you can throw at him from a coverage point that he hasn't seen over the course of the last four years. Got to have a running back to go along with this explosive offense. You've got A.P. Ponder, again, a, a guy who's been around for a while this year with 807 yards. Talk about him. Well, um, we've been blessed at Morningside. I mean, we've just had a, a run of great, great running backs. And, you know, the thing about A.P. is, you know, the thing I would say is I, I would if I were to use baseball terminology, he's a five-tool back. And because of that, he he's so valuable to our team. He catches the ball exceptionally well, and he blocks exceptionally well. He carries out fakes well. He's he's extremely intelligent and be able to communicate, you know, things to other guys on offense. And then and then without question, with with the ball in his hands, he can just make plays and is a dynamite football player. So, um, I you know I think you know he's having a great year and. And he's such an important part of our football team. And coach, on the other side of the ball, uh, defensively, who's making the plays over there on that side? Well, we had some real concerns coming in this year, you know, from a defensive standpoint, um, just because um, we graduated by and large most of our defense from that had started in the last two seasons. And uh, but really, I think a lot of it starts for us up front. The two DNs, they're fifth-year seniors, and Seth Maitland and Nicholas Gustav. Uh, they're they're the captains of the team. They make a lot of plays for us. And, you know, South has been uh, an All-American the last couple of years, and Goose just set her all-time sack record last week. So um, I, I think a lot of it has started with those two guys up front. Coach, why has that defense been successful? You said he had a lot of uh, question marks because you lost a lot of guys last year. Why has this uh, defense been so successful? Well, um, I think, number one, um, I, I think the guys – prepared themselves to step up and you know the, the the guys that came in and replaced those guys were all veteran type players that had just been sitting behind other people and really what they needed was an opportunity and when their opportunity came they they took advantage of it um and they're playing really well jp miller from 
from Lincoln and uh, Tyler Winger, Cooper, Von Segrin are, are, you know, guys have been sitting behind players and they just need their chance. As he stays in Morningside here this afternoon, we'll come back and talk about the Broncos as our pregame show continues after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Back with Morningside Head Coach Steve Ryan Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon. So, Coach, you got a team that is 7-0. You've got a team that is uh, 2-6 coming into this football game uh, here this afternoon. How do you keep your guys focused? They're not dumb. They know uh, what's going on here. So uh, how do you keep you guys focused for a ball game like this today? Um, well, one of the things that, that's really unique about this game is, um, you know, we were supposed to play this week, I think it was week three or four, and so we had already had a game plan in to play them then, and we'd already started practicing for playing them then. And, and at that time, I, you know, I thought Hastings just had an incredible year going and had some outstanding football players. So I think part of that is still with our guys. Um, and then also they have something to play for. I mean, we, you know, this, uh, if, if, if we can win this game on Saturday, I mean, we have an opportunity to, to have a, an undefeated season and to be conference champions. And so, just staying focused on that is, is I think, helped us prepare. Coach, when you look at Hastings, uh, what pops out at you? Well, um, you know, number one, I, I think they have an out, on the defensive side of the ball uh, an outstanding defensive line. Now, I think they've had some injuries that maybe have affected some things along the way, but I've always felt that they've got some talented defensive linemen, and because of that, they can put pressure on the quarterback, and they can they can really, you know, uh, turn a game with those guys. Um on offense, I'm not certain who's going to be playing at quarterback, but um, you know this is this is an interesting interesting year in the G Pack. Where I just think there's so many talented wide receivers, and uh, I think number one Steinhaus from Hastings might be as talented as any of them. Uh, just his ability to make a big play and break a game open. And so you know those those veteran wide receiving receivers uh, definitely have my attention. Coach, when you prepare for a team that is going to play maybe two quarterbacks, does that make uh, the preparation uh, tougher for a team like you guys? I think it does. Um, and and then some of the quarter, you know, I mean, whether or not we've even seen much film on them. So, um, and, and I think that's a concern, um, you know, going into this game. But, uh, yeah, our defense is going to have to be ready for just about anything from uh, the Hastings offense. You've had great success against Hastings in the past, just getting out to a fast start, getting off to the traditional start like you guys have. Is that the key to this ball game? It is. And we do emphasize that. We talk about that, um, playing fast um, and trying to uh, just, you know, create a pressure-type situation by just playing a game fast. And whether that's Hastings or anyone else we play, um, I think that's an important part of what we try to do. What else you got to get done uh, here today to uh, win this thing, Coach? Well, I think, um, you know, we got to take care of the football. And, you know, turnovers is such a trite statement. But definitely in a game like this, when you get late in the year, and it is, we got to take care of the football. And then we got to make sure we're, that we're doing things to get momentum going in our favor. 
right, thanks for spending a couple of minutes with today, and and good luck in the playoffs if and when uh, they occur next year. <laughs> Mike, you stay safe. All right, thanks. That's uh, Steve Ryan. He's the head coach of the Morningside Mustangs. Stick around. we got the Broncos and the Morningside Mustangs coming up next on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The new Platte River Radio app is here. We've upgraded our smartphone app to bring you the music you love and the sports you want on all Platte River radio stations. Even if you've had our app before, you have to go to your phone's app store and search for Platte River Radio. It's a free download, and in moments, you're streaming. The new Platte River Radio app, free for Android and iPhones. Go download it now and keep listening to Platte River Radio on the go. It's time for Bronco Football on KHAS Radio. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney, and by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHAS, closing out the 2020 season here today. We're in Sioux City, Iowa, as the Broncos take on the two-time defending national champion, the Morningside Mustangs, here this afternoon. I'm Mike Will. I've got the play-by-play for you today. Jimmy Purcell has made the trip. He's alongside as we close out another exciting season of uh, Bronco football today here on 1230 KHS. The Broncos coming in, a record of two wins and six losses on the season. The Broncos opened up the year with an exciting one over Dakota Wesleyan, 45-7. to Things have not gone uh, as we anticipated here this year. He seems picking up a win over Jamestown on Halloween up in uh, North Dakota, 34-7. to But he seems has lost their last two games and lost them uh, pretty bad, 62-10 to to Northwestern. Last week, going over to Sioux Center, Iowa, and losing to the uh, Dort defenders by the score of 65 to nothing. So uh, their reward is to play the two-time defending champions here. They close out the season in Morningside. They are very, very good, looking to lock up their 10th consecutive conference championship with a win here this afternoon. They uh, come in to this ball game with an undefeated record. They are 7-0 and on the season. They did not play last week. They had one of those uh, COVID buys as the uh, Doan University Tigers were scheduled to play here uh, last week against the Morningside. However, they had some players come down with uh, COVID on uh, Friday night uh, before they played here on Saturday, and the ball game was uh, called off. So uh, Morningside has had a couple of weeks to get ready for uh, the Broncos here this afternoon. So Hastings, uh, obviously a huge underdog in the ball game here today, but that's why you play the game. And I think Tony said it best when I talked to him this week. He said, we're not going to go up there as traffic cones for the Morningside offense. He said, we're going up there to win the football game. 
And that's uh, the way the Broncos are going to approach this ball game here today. Like we said, they're going to be huge underdogs, and a lot of things are going to have to go right for Hastings to pull off a, a major upset in the NAIA here today. But, Jimmy, that's uh, why we made the trip, and there's only so Morningside has really had their way with Hastings in the past. In fact, we've only beat Morningside once, and that was when they were a club football team back several years ago. But since then, they've won 14 games in a row over at Hastings College in the all-time series. And in the last six games, they have scored at least 50 points against the Broncos. So, like we said, it's a, it's a huge mountain here today, but that's why we're here. I, I think there, there's always hope that Hastings can pull a rabbit out of their hats here this afternoon and maybe uh, stun the nation with a, an exciting upset here this afternoon. Do you remember that football game? The club one? The club game? Yeah, I remember We that. sat right here. We've been in the same facility, same spot. like to add, though, they uh, spruced this baby up, new countertop, new carpet. We got new chairs. We got an AC unit in here, and it gets warm as the sun is uh, right above us, shining right in our window. Uh, they've uh, got an AC unit in here, so we'll be very comfortable. Kind of a unique setting here for us. We're up above uh, in the press box. Looking down onto the football field, we've had some uh, interesting spots here today. Last night was, it was kind of the same way in the uh, playoff game in Pierce. But uh, we've made the track up here, and I remember that day very well. Hastings came in with a pretty good football team, and uh, they nearly uh, got beat by that club team. And, and I told you on the way home, and I, I remember like it was yesterday, this is going to be a team that's going to cause problems in years to come because they had a lot, almost all freshmen on their football team just kind of starting things back up. They had been, I believe, in Division Two some years back. Well, then they reinstated football. They bring Steve Ryan in, and, oh, yeah, he's a pretty good coach. He's been around, it seems like, forever, and, and he has been. He's been able to uh, build a dynasty here at Morningside. They have been a tremendous football team for a lot of years. If you are know anything about GPAC football, you just look at it, and it's Morningside. They have been at the top of the charts. I used to go through all week long and look at all the conference titles, the, the uh, division or the uh, NFL players that uh, they did have uh, venture into the NFL. They've had a couple, uh, one of them here uh, a few years ago, and their, uh, their running back, that uh, Dave Weger, who came via Iowa Hawkeyes, transferred here, and he was a tremendous back, went on to play for Carolina for a couple of years. And, and, uh, but they've, uh, they've done everything the right way. They've been able to bring some big-time players in. We look at the roster, and they do have a sprinkling of Nebraska players, but you look at them that are on that roster – these are all state class A, class B football players we've got. And uh, one kid we're going to talk a little bit about today is uh, Josh Miller. If that ring name rings a bell with Hastings College, that's uh, his father was the quarterback for Hastings College back when they made the playoffs out in Azusa Pacific. But uh, anyway, Josh Miller's boy uh, is a starting safety here, a sophomore from Lincoln Pius, and he's a dandy. Tony thinks he's probably the best safety in the G-Pack, a big kid, 6'2", about 195, 200 pounds. So he'll be a force out there. They've got so many players around. Uh, we can go all the way through this. They've, they've just got a tremendous football team and they are poised to make another run at the national championship, although going to be kind of a strange deal. This is their last game. I just heard on the PA that the game next week, the reschedule game with Doan, has now been canceled. So this will be their last game, and they will have to sit around and wait, try to keep the guys in shape, keep them lifting. You'll be able to get the uh, 
kind of the banged and bruised guys back, uh, you know, healthy again for for the spring run. But uh, going to be interesting how Steve Ryan gets uh, his team put together. But you look at their coaching staff. Their coaching staff has been together for a, long, a lot of years. They do have uh, a new defensive coordinator uh, in, I noticed. But uh, the, everybody else, the nucleus is there, and that's how you develop good programs is you get good recruits, you got good coaches, dependability. Everybody knows their role, and we know how important that is. you got to know your role when you're in this situation, but you're like, it's a big, big mountain for Hastings college to uh, climb here tonight uh, today with all the uh, injuries, the COVID and like to pass along. Uh, did get to see him last night. Defensive backs coach Wade Fleischer, uh, not on, on the trip. He's still uh, healing from, uh, from his ailment that he had uh, a couple of weeks ago. So Wade wasn't along on the door trip and he's not along here. I know he's radio site, so we'll try to try to keep him animated as much as we uh, can here today, but it was good to see him last night in Pierce after that ball game. So uh, a tough challenge here for Hastings college today, but Hey, you know, you, you come to, uh, to college to play football. By gosh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to play a football game. And not many times do kids have the opportunity to say they played against the number one team in the nation in college football. They've got two national championship banners hanging on their wall right over there in the uh, locker room area. So uh, again, uh, a, a great opportunity for some youngsters, but uh, going to be a tough challenge here today. So it's Hastings and uh, Morningside here this afternoon uh, in Sioux City. As you heard earlier with uh, Tony, when we had a chance to talk to him, Hastings has got several frontline players. I mean, starters that did not make the trip to Sioux City today. We're talking 12 out of the 22 starters, and we're talking four backups did not make the trip today because of COVID tracing. Not necessarily a COVID outbreak, but they've been involved with COVID tracing. I was with this guy. He was with this guy, so they kind of work it down along the line. So 12 of the starters for Hastings not here today for the Broncos. So if you hear some new names out there, uh, Tony has given a, a lot of youngsters uh, a chance to play today against uh, the best team that they will probably see in their college careers. Well, and we were uh, in the Dort game last week. Our backup quarterback uh, had never heard anything of him, and you were talking about a couple guys on the way up to the high school game last night. I said, who the hell is that? I mean, guys, we, we have never heard of. And, uh, you know, Tony said last week, he had to make a phone call to a, to a couple of kids that were on their way back home. They're not on the travel roster. Called him up and says, hey, you need to turn around and come back. we got to have some, have some players. So he's guaranteed Steve Ryan he'd bring 54 kids up here to play this football game. I'd like to count them because it's going to be a challenge. But, uh, again, we're going to have a lot of guys. You're going to hear names of guys that you have not heard all season long on Bronco football. But, hey, that's why you come to school. That's why you're recruited. You come here to uh, to do your studies and whatnot at the college, and you come to play football. And by gosh, that's what they're going to do. And what a beautiful day. Kind of cool, but not a lot of breeze here at Elwood Olson Stadium. A beautiful setting here at uh, Morningside College. So uh, going to be a, a great day for football and a great opportunity for a lot of youngsters. 43 degrees, mostly sunny skies is the temp. Game time temp. Winds will be blowing out of the southeast at 7 miles per hour. Before we get into the starting lineups, Jimmy, uh, COVID has really uh, taken its toll here at Morningside. Traditionally, this is the tailgate capital of uh, the GPAC, if not uh, uh, Iowa. I'll tell you what, they flat get after it as far as the tailgates are concerned here on the Morningside campus. We don't have that. They've ruled out uh, tailgating for the 2020 season. So when we had to walk in uh, in the past, we always walked through all their, their tailgate parties and everything out there. And then uh, overhanging, there's a there's a huge cliff 
to our, our backside where that place was usually packed with tailgaters, and they stayed there the entire game because you can see up over the stadium and into the stadium and find out what's going on. Those guys, they knew how to party it up over there. All that is uh, wiped out here, and we're going to have a limited fans uh, in the stands. So, uh, yeah, COVID has taken a hit up here. Yeah, this has definitely been a great, uh, great scene for college football, for GPAC football, uh, probably the best that uh, by far as far as tailgating and the surrounding. Again, this uh, field kind of sets down in a lower bowl. The press bar, the uh, press box and home side is very steep, very tall. Your uh, your eye of vision on the field is tremendous. They've got a huge visiting section over there. But you're right, they're they're here. You know, you like to get here so early to football games, a couple hours plus before a uh, before a kickoff. They would be here hours before, and you could tell it by the way the uh, aluminum beverage cans were blowing around up on that berm, but they would get here early. They'd have smokers going. It'd be a great scene there and back behind us in the parking lot. You could get about anything you wanted to eat, anything you wanted to drink, and, hey, they didn't care if we were in crimson. We got a lot of offers to uh, to eat and drink with those fans down there, so they are a great uh, great fan base here. But, yeah, they've wiped all that out of here, and uh, kind of weird uh, to not see that facility out there with all the flags and the smoke and the whatnot going on. So going to be uh, a strange setting there, but uh, Steve Ryan assured you, with your uh, with your interview with him just uh, a moments ago, that uh, his team will be focused and ready to play a football game, no matter matter who, how many people are in the stands. All right, so it's Hastings in Morningside here this afternoon. We'll take a break here, come back and check the starting laps as we sneak close to the game time today. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 12:30 KHAS. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at Elwood Olson Stadium in Sioux City, Iowa this afternoon with Hastings College football. For those of you who have turned off your television sets and are looking for some real football today, you haven't missed a single play here today as we're getting ready for the kickoff between Hastings and Morningside. We'll get to the starting lineups. They are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense today. Johnny Zamora will be your quarterback, 5'8", 192-pound sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas. The running back today for Hastings will be Brent Simonson, 5'8", 188-pound sophomore out of Sutton, Nebraska. Wide receiver is going to be Kelvin Hayward. Hayward is five foot ten, 169 pound freshman 
out of North Charleston, South Carolina. The H-back today for Hastings is going to be uh, Jacob Sharp. Sharp is a six foot one, two 210-pound sophomore out of Lawrence Nelson. The other wide receiver for Hastings will be a freshman from Tucson, Arizona, Samuel Valenzuela, six foot two, 172-pounder. And the other uh, wide receiver will be Coyote Stanhouse, five foot ten, 167-pound senior out of California. The makeshift offensive line here for Hastings. Your center will be Jaden Adebo, Adebo, six foot one, 338-pound freshman from Houston, Texas. Your two guards today for Hastings, Tanner Cornell on the left side, 5'11", 255-pound junior from Longview, Texas. The right guard is going to be Dustin Burgett, 6'1", 269-pound sophomore out of Lyons, Nebraska. And the two tackles today for Hastings. On the left side will be Stefan Sherman, 6'3", 352-pound junior from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. On the other side will be uh, Justin Heine. He's a six foot five, three hundred thirty-eight pound senior out of Waco, Nebraska. Hastings on defense today. Your down lineman will be Steele Willis. Getting him back in action today. Six foot two, two hundred and fifty-four pound senior from Houston, Texas. Harrison Utta, five foot eleven, two seventy-eight, a freshman from Houston. Noah Bias, a six foot two, two hundred and seventy pound junior from Los Angeles. And Robert Hernandez, six foot two, two hundred and fifty-nine pound senior from Salinas, California. The two backers for Hastings, Travis Combs, getting a start at one linebacker. Combs is one hundred seventy-eight pound freshman out of Glendale, Arizona, getting his first start of the season and his first start of his career today. Paxton Terry will be a backer for Hastings, six foot two hundred and three pound sophomore out of McCook, and then Tyler Pulowski. Five foot, eight hundred and seventy-five pounds, sophomore out of Pleasanton. Hastings in the uh, defensive secondary. Christopher Pates, six foot, one hundred and sixty-eight pounds, sophomore out of Woodsfield. Deron Jones, one hundred and eighty-eight pound, junior from Kansas City. Max Rupert, six foot, one hundred and seventy-six pound, junior from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And uh, Audrey Dixon, five foot ten, one hundred and seventy pounds, sophomore out of Houston, Texas. Those are your starters for Hastings. We'll take a break. Check the starters for Morningside as we continue right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. All right, your starters for the Morningside Mustangs, the undefeated number one ranked Morningside Mustangs, the two-time defending national champions. Need we say more? Uh, Joey Dolinchak will be your quarterback, six foot one, two hundred and ten pound junior, a Nebraska boy. Those uh, from Bellevue West. The running back is also a Nebraska boy from Omaha Burke. That's A.P. Ponder. He is good, six foot two hundred pound senior. He has rushed for 807 yards so far this year. Then their number one wide receiver, also from Nebraska. He is good. Reed Jurgensmeyer, six foot three, 215-pound senior out of Bishop Newman. The other uh, wide receiver is going to be Austin Johnson, 
190-pound junior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Your H-back will be Jake Teodi, a six foot four, 230-pound redshirt sophomore out of Cedar Park, Texas. And the tight end is Siani Tuafua, six foot four, 235-pound junior out of Barrow, Alaska. You don't think Morningside recruits? There's a kid from Barrow, Alaska. You're a down lineman today for Morningside up there in the trenches. You've got Jason Hallback. He's a left tackle. He's a six foot six, 255 pound senior out of O'Neill. On the other side is Hunter Barons, six foot two, 290 pound senior from Manning, Iowa. The two guards today. Tyler Anderson, six foot four, two hundred and eighty pound junior from Ida Grove, Iowa, and Jake Noel, six foot two, two hundred and eighty pound senior from Sioux City. Mason Williams will be your center, six foot two, two hundred and sixty pound sophomore out of Omaha Burke. Finally, morning side on defense, you're gonna have Seth Maitland at defensive end, six foot two, two hundred and fifty pound senior. He is out of Creston, Iowa. The other defensive end is uh, Nicholas Gustav. He is six foot three, two hundred and forty-five pound, a senior from Hamburg, Germany. The defensive lineman Carter Anderson, six foot one, two hundred and forty pound, senior out of Blair, and David Rios, six foot three, two hundred and sixty pound, senior out of Sioux Falls. Your linebackers will be Cooper von Segern, a six foot one, hundred and ninety pound, junior from Wisner Pilger. Tyler Wingert. From Holstein, Iowa, will be another linebacker, six foot one, two hundred pound senior, and then Jalen Portis, hundred ninety pound junior, five eleven, out of St. Louis. Finally, in the defensive backfield, it's going to be Steve Evans, a five foot ten, hundred and sixty five pound senior from uh, Sunrise, Florida. Drew uh, Beasy, a six foot, hundred ninety pound junior from Palmyra. Joshua Miller, six foot three, two hundred five pound sophomore out of Lincoln Pius and Gage Wagner, five foot ten, hundred and seventy pound freshman out of Sioux City, Iowa. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, now with three locations in the city of Hastings member FDIC. So it's Hastings and Morningside. Looks like the Broncos gonna get the ball first. We're ready to go as Morningside has got the ball teed up here at the uh, 35-yard line. Marcus Rice is going to be back deep for uh, Hastings, and uh, Stenhouse is back there as well. They're going to kick the ball uh, out of the end zone. They kick the ball out of the end zone, so the Broncos will come out first down and 10 after the touchback. Morningside on defense, Jimmy, they are number one in the conference as far as scoring defense is concerned. They allow only 17.3 points per ball game. Their overall defense is ranked fourth. They give up 344 yards. They are ranked number one, though, in rushing. They give up only 77 (laughs) yards per game, and they are ninth in the pass defense, giving up 266, and that's the game plan. The Broncos want to go to the air here today against this Morningside defense, so we're set to go. The quarterback again for Hastings, Johnny Zamori, throws the ball near his side. It's going to be caught here by uh, Riley Ostendorf, who gets the uh, start for Hastings. As a a wide receiver, that was a pickup of about three yards in the play, second down and seven yards to go. You're going to see a lot of this uh, nickel and dime stuff today. You're going to have to because you can't go downfield. Their secondary is too good. You're going to have a very, very difficult time trying to rush the football. Uh, 
the uh, running back for a Hastings College. Brett Simonson's going to find it very tough to run, so you're just going to have to try to hit them short passes. They did there. Austin Dorf with a four-yard gain, second down and six there for Hastings. Johnny Z hands the ball away to Simonson, and he's going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage. That's how tough it's going to be against uh, this morning side defense running the football. Weston Schultz, the uh, linebacker, coming in to make the stop there. They did give him a pickup of one, though. It's third down and five yards to go. Broncos on third down conversion so far this year, sixth in the conference, hitting on 36% of their third down conversions, 47 out of 129 coming in here to this ball game. Here's a big one at third down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball on her own 30-yard line. Johnny Z with the ball, throws the ball. It's going to be caught here across the 35 to the 40, to the 45 to the 46-yard line. Hastings converts on a third down situation. Nice grab there by Kelvin Hayward. He's a freshman from North Charleston, South Carolina, making his first start today, and it gives the Broncos a first down. Boy, and a good catch in traffic. Slant pattern right across the middle of the field, and Zamora hit him right in stride. He was able to duck a defender coming over top. Picks up almost 15 yards. Going to be a first down at the 45-yard line. All right, Johnny Z with the ball, fires it again. It's going to be caught there across the 50 down to the morning side, 48-yard line. That's Jacob Sharp who's getting his start today. The H-back out of Lawrence Nelson, the sophomore, making his first start today. He takes the ball down to the 48. Yeah, Sharp in the uh, the action. Uh, we've had Lane Heiken from uh, Lawrence Nelson get into some games uh, prior to this one. So a couple of local products getting some action. Sharp's first action here tonight. Seven-yard gain, second down and three here for Hastings. They are into Morningside territory. That's right, I said, into Morningside territory. Here's uh, Johnny Z again. He throws the ball near his side. It's going to be caught, but little if any gain, if at all. That's uh, Hayward again grabbing the ball there for Hastings. So he makes back-to-back receptions. They give him a good spot on the ball as they give him the 47-yard line. Hastings looking at third down and two, looking very good here in the opening drive. Johnny Z's already he thrown half the, as many passes as he did a week ago. What, eight or nine passes at, uh, in Dort. He's completed all four he's thrown today. We've had run rushing play, one-yard gain, but the Hastings looks at a third down and a long two here at about the 47-yard line. Wide receivers split out to the right side. Johnny Z waiting for the snap. He's got it. Gives the ball away to Brent Simonson. Bounces off of one band. Bounces off of the second one. He's going to be uh, short of the first down, short of the first down. And I would think that Hastings is going to pull out all the stops here. But oh, as gonna, I say that, here yeah. comes the punt team out. Yeah, kind of surprised there. Uh, Tony told you that he was going to roll uh, a lot of dice here today. Nothing to lose. Nobody expects him anywhere in the country to even uh, be close in this football game. But, yeah, they've uh, got a, a fourth down and uh, about three yards to go. And uh, Hastings College will punt the football away here. All right, they got a man back deep here at the 15-yard. And that's... Uh, Caleb Schweigerde, as he stops back there at the uh, 10-yard line, Bockles kick, bounces at the 19, bounces at the 15, a roll down here. It's going to be down at the 11-yard line. So Hastings gets a good punt. They're going to punt. They're going to pin the Morningside offense back deep, but they don't care as they come out on the field for the first time. Jimmy, leading the nation as far as the total yards are concerned, they put up some 545 yards uh, per ball game. And they also score 50 points per game. So this is a dynamic offense. These things will be on their toes, hopefully, on the defense here today. They can do it throwing and rushing. Dolinchek will throw the first play here. Got a little bit of a rush. That pass is going to be incomplete. Trying to come over here to Reed Jurgensmeyer. They're going to try to connect a lot between Dolinchek and Jurgensmeyer, the top top receiver, the top quarterback here. You know, the only thing that 
that uh, the uh, running back in Jurgis Meyer has not caught this year? COVID. <laughs> He's caught everything else. Uh, here's a uh, running play up the middle, AP Ponder. He's a uh, good little running back from uh, Omaha Burke, but Hastings stumps him there. And now look at this. Morningside is looking at third down and 11 yards to go. Wow. Hastings picked up a couple of first downs on their drive, and they've got Morningside now sitting at third down and 11 yards to go. The ball is backed up here to the 12-yard line. Joey Dolinchek has got wide receivers all over the place. Man comes in motion. Dolinchek wants to throw. Sands in the pocket. He throws. It's going to be wide open. It is wide open. Down the field is Jurgensmeyer. He's at the 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. He's going to take it to the house. That is a touchdown. And that is going to go for 89 yards. He was wide open. How did he get that wide open in our secondary? Carlo Terrell on coverage over there. And Terrell has had trouble all season long covering up wide receivers. How you let Jurgensmeyer run by you? He is their leading receiver. He's uh, <laughs> leading the nation and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, Hastings College allows Morningside to go 89 yards. They had a third and 11 from the 11, and they go all the distance there. But Terrell gets burnt. Not burnt. He just allowed Jurgensmeyer to run by him. And now uh, Morningside, Chase Carter into the game for the PAT. The snap is down. The kick is up. And it is good. So, yeah, there again, you can't give up big plays like that, Mike. You started out the game very well offensively and defensively, and then you, you allow a guy behind you. You let him run right by you. All right, so we've got a break. We knew we weren't going to shut him out, Jimmy, and they uh, didn't break our hearts here. They, they scored 10 minutes and 46 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 7, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Well, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City, Iowa. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings College 7-0. Broncos a great start offensively with no points on the board. Had a good first uh, couple of downs on defense, and then we give up an 89-yard touchdown pass to put Morningside out on top. There's the kickoff is going to go into the end zone, so the Broncos will get it on the touchback. I don't think it's going to be important, Jimmy, for Hastings to come out offensively. Do what you did in that opening well, series. You look good. Yeah, 27 yards through the air on 4-4 passing by Johnny Z, but the rushing very, very tough against this uh, steel curtain defense that Steve Ryan has out there. One guy you talked about in there, one of the guys that uh, raises Kane up on that front line, Nicholas Gustav from Hamburg, Germany. He is a monster calling Goose up here. He is a good seven and a half sacks coming in. And also Seth Maitland, he's a force up on the front line. There's a Johnny Z, fakes the ball, throws it out here to Stenhouse. Stenhouse across the 25 as he plunges forward to the 30-yard line. When I had a chance to talk with Steve Ryan this week, he called Stenhouse one of the top receivers in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. He said he has his attention. That was a pickup there of about uh, four yards, second down, six yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 29-yard line. Broncos moving from our right to our left here in Sioux City on a picture-perfect Saturday afternoon. 
Donnie Z fakes the ball. Now he's going to hand it away. That's going to be uh, Simonson. Simonson to the 31-yard line. But now Hastings looking at a tough third down and four situation in their own territory. Two-yard gain there for Simonson. Third carry of the game. Again, this uh, defense very good. Mike talked about it in the uh, in the pregame show. Only giving up 77 yards per game on the ground. That is tremendous through the games they've played. I believe Morningside's played uh, what, seven, uh, seven, seven games? games. Yeah, seven games. They've had a couple have been uh, postponed because of COVID. All right, here we go. Third down and about, about four yards to go for the 31-yard line of Hastings. Johnny Z with the ball, fires it near side. Stenhouse grabs the ball, and we'll see where they give him Short. forward progress. I think he's going to be about a yard shy. That was a mistake by Stenhouse. He didn't get deep enough. They give him the 34-and-a-half-yard line. They needed to get the ball to the 35 for the first down. And now do he didn't roll the dice earlier. I, I wouldn't think you would roll the dice in your own yeah, territory. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna send uh, Griffin Roberts is gonna bring the uh, play in Griff back uh, in action here. All right, so Griffin Roberts, a quarterback from uh, a couple of seasons ago, who's been playing H back, is into the ball game now on fourth down and a yard to go from the 34 yard line, and they're gonna uh, center the ball there. That's going to go to Johnny, and they're going to hand it away in the backfield. That's his Simonson, and they get the first down. So Tony rolls the dice. They bring in Griffin Roberts. He wasn't part of the play. He's a power back. He's blocking for Simonson. He was in the backfield. We all know, I I know, that uh, he's going to be part of this game sometime today, more than just a blocking back. So Griffin Roberts is uh, back into the the lineup here for Hastings, and the Broncos roll the dice on fourth down and a yard from their own territory. They've now got the ball at the 37-yard line. There's a running play, and it's going to be stuffed there. Simonson again getting the uh, call there for Hastings, brought down into play. There's our man, Nucleus Gustav, from Hamburg, Germany, making the spot and making the stop. He was the defensive player of the week a couple of weeks ago in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. No gain in the play, second down and 10. Yeah, Goose coming in, as I said, seven and a half sacks. Maitland's got four and a half sacks. This is a team, 28 quarterback sacks on the season, 16 interceptions. They've got a nose for the football, and they will find it. Hastings College, this is not what we need. We've got a lineman down at the 35-yard line. All right, so we got an injury timeout here. We'll take a break with seven minutes and 52 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score of Morningside 7, Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family. Thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Tanner Cornell is our injured player. Cornell, the starting left guard, so he is uh, helped off with the field over to the far sideline. In the meantime, Hastings College getting set for second down and 10 yards to go. The line of scrimmage is the 37-yard line. I'm just looking to see who they brought in with this makeshift line. I'll I'll get a number here to see who uh, replaced Cornell. Andy Vickery is listed number two on the depth chart there at uh, left guard. 
There's a Johnny Z with the ball. Here comes the pressure, and he's going to be sacked. Sack number 28 on the season for the Morningside Mustangs. As Johnny Z goes down at the 30-yard line, that was uh, Gustav again in on the, the sack there for Morningside. So he's got back-to-back tackles, and now he sings in uh, big trouble here as they play behind the chains. Third down, third down and long, third and 17 for the Broncos. The ball is pushed back here to their own 30-yard line. Well, they've moved some guys around on that front. I don't believe we've got the original uh, center. The left guard, I believe, is Justin Heine, and that's where Gustav come right through Heine to get to uh, Johnny Z. All right, Zamora winning for the ball with wide receivers left and right. A deep drop sets up a little screen. It's caught there by Simonson, and it's going to be stopped after about a three-yard gain. So a, a screen pass set up there. It was stopped by Weston Schultz, the uh, middle linebacker from Mason City, Iowa. So the Broncos will have to punt the football for the second time on fourth down and 14 yards to go. Broncos are trailing in the ball game by a score of seven to nothing. Dropping back deep will be Caleb Schwergerity, averaging 18.9 yards per return. Low snap. Baku gets it away. It kind of flutters in the air, not very deep. It's going to bounce at the 45-yard line. It's going to roll to the uh, 42, and that's where uh, the Morningside Mustangs will come out and work here for their second offensive possession of this ballgame. First time they were backed up in their own territory at third down and 11, and they immediately throw a 89-yard touchdown pass to grab the lead here. The score is 7 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead. Here comes that Morningside offense back out here, led by Joey Dolinchek, the quarterback out of Bellevue West. Empty backfield. going to send wide receivers all over the place, three to the right side, two to the left. Dolinchek wants to throw across the middle, wide open again. 35-30, 25-20, 15-10-5, touchdown. One play. 59 yards, and again, that is uh, Alba Sufa. He came into the game, Jamal Alvasufa coming into the game with 403 yards and three touchdowns, giving four on the season. He was lined up in the slot, Mike, over here on the right side, and he simply just run right down the near side hash. Nobody picked him up. He was wide open. That is two receivers that have run right by our defensive backs, and they have scored on two huge plays, 89 and 59, and now the uh, kicker, Chase Carter, into the game for the PAT. All right. Extra point is up there. The extra point is good. Morningside has had the ball twice. They have scored twice. Broncos in trouble early after playing uh, pretty well, I, I thought, offensively for the first part of this uh, first quarter of the play. But the defense can't stop running water right now. A couple of long touchdown throws for Morningside here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 14, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 12:30 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here in Sioux City. 14 to nothing is the ball. Uh, is the score 
Hastings with some uh, problems on D to get started. Yeah, again, uh, Alba Fusa just uh, lines up uh, again in the slot, runs right down the near side hash. Nobody picks him up. Only guy that was uh, remotely close was uh, number eight, Travis Combs, on coverage. That kick there goes to about the three-yard line. And Stenhouse calls for a fair catch. They'll bring it out to the 20-yard line. But, again, you've got to at least try. You've got to try to match up with these receivers. I know they're they're good and they're fast. They are every year. But, boy, we have uh, – Morningside's run four offensive plays. they got 148 yards. That's all off the arm of Dolinchek. Two touchdowns, 89 and 59. That puts 25 on the board for Dolinchek on the season. Bronco offense back in at the 6:04 mark, trailing 14 nothing. All right, it's going to be, it's going to be Johnny Zamora back out there. He's going to hand the ball away, and that's going to be stacked up. That ain't a good combo. Stacked up for a uh, loss there. That's our our little little buddy there, Malik uh, Thorpe. Malik Thorpe. About five foot five of him, but he runs right in the middle of that Morningside front line and not going to get a, a lot of positives there. A loss of two there for Thorpe, second down and uh, 12 for Hastings. All right, wide receiver is going to be Stenhouse, split out wide to the right side. There's another man that goes with him, another wide receiver to the left. Second down and 12, Johnny Z stands in the pocket. It breaks down. He wants to run across the 25 out to the uh, 26 or 27-yard line. Tackle on the play there by... Zach Keller. Keller is six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds, a senior from Wilbur Claytonia, just yeah. down the road. Yeah, do you remember him a few years back playing against St. Cecilia? Wilbur Claytonia, another hotbed for football, and now the cowbells and the partial crowd comes to their feet here on a third and seven from the thirty-three yard line or twenty-seven yard line. Johnny Zamora with wide receivers again, left and right, one back just to his left. Zamora wants to throw down the left sideline. The catch is going to be made here. Out here to the 50-yard line, grabbing the ball there for Hastings was Sam Marsh. I thought he got away with a little push just as the ball uh, came to him, Jimmy, but no penalty flags, and Sam Marsh hauls it in here for Hastings out the Morningside 48-yard line. Longest play of the day, 24 yards, and an outstanding catch. I think he did right in front of Steve Ryan. He just kind of chuckles down in the near sideline. But Sam Marsh, 24 yards on that catch there. And Marsh coming in, 151 and a touchdown on the season. Broncos in the Morningside territory again. For the second time today, now they hand the ball away to Thorpe, and he is crushed. He is crushed at the 48. Don't hurt our little guy. Boy, don't hurt our little guy. As a Tyler Wingard lowers the kiboshes on uh, Malik Thorpe. Wingard, 6'1", 200-pound linebacker from Holstein, Iowa. They gave him a pickup of one. If you're going to take a shot at that, at least you better give him a yard. huh? They move the ball down to the uh, 47-yard line. Second down, nine yards to go. He sings with the ball in Morningside territory. Trailing here in the first quarter by a score of 14 to nothing. There goes the uh, tight end. Griffin Roberts switching from the right side to the left side of the formation. They hand the ball away to Thorpe, and he is going to be swarmed under back here at the 50-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Morningside. A couple of guys in there hopping on his back. That was a loss of a couple of yards on a play. Now Hastings looking at third down and 12 yards to go. Offensive line for Hastings, again, it is makeshift at best, but they are having their hands full. There is more maroon jerseys in the backfield, and we've got white guys trying to uh, keep them out. Deep, deep penetration there, three, four yards by the Morningside front line. Loss of three on that play. Hastings down 10 carries, minus seven, and they look at a third down and 12 here, ball right at midfield. 
Zamora wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Zamora throws as we caught Griffin Roberts with the uh, reception across the uh, 35 down to the 33-yard line. That is his first reception, I believe, of the season. He's been playing that H-back position for Hastings. Had an injury early in the season. He was involved with the COVID tracing, so he had to be uh, on the sideline for a couple of weeks. We get him back. He comes up with a big catch there for Hastings. That gives the Broncos a first down down here at the Morningside 33-yard line. 19-yard gain. There's uh, three wide receivers split out to the uh, right side of the formation. Again, Thorpe grabs the ball, and Thorpe is going to be drugged down behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you might as well throw your, your running plays out of the uh, playbook here today. We're not going to be able to, to run the football against this team. Boy, a Morningside very stout on the defense. That was Cooper Von Segrin making the stop there. He's a Nebraska boy as well out of Wisner Pilger. A loss of uh, three yards in a play, second down and 13. Rushing totals today, 11 carries, minus 10. Passing numbers, though. Wow, red hot Johnny Zamora, 9 of 9 for 80 yards here today. All right, second down, 13 yards to go. He sings with the ball from the 37. Zamora again fires the ball. That one is going to be incomplete on a slant. That one goes all right as the Broncos have an incomplete pass. They got some new guys in there. We're going to see a lot of new guys in there for Hastings. That's a Roderick Washington, another uh, freshman wide receiver out of Austin, Texas. So now it's third down and 13 yards to go. Third and 13. Minute and 38 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, Hastings down 14 nothing. Wide receivers left and right. One lone setback now in the backfield for the Broncos. Johnny Z with the ball, fires it down the left sideline, and Stenhouse can't come up with a catch. Just kind of threw it out there and thought that Stenhouse would go up and get it. That was uh, overthrown, fourth down in 13 yards to go. Down on coverage for uh, Morningside was uh, Stephen Evans. Did a great job on Stenhouse, kind of used the sidelines to his advantage and Kind of just kept pushing that body against Stenhouse's and got him out of bounds and kept him away from the football. So now we're going to try a, a field goal here, a long field goal by Bockel, his longest made this year. 41 yards is what I've got. This is going to be a 53-yard field goal attempt to try to get Hastings on the scoreboard from the near side hash. And now what do we got? We got a timeout Time called. Tony, I think he can make it from here. I've seen Bockel. I think he can yeah, make it from yeah. here. So now Tony calls the timeout to discuss things here. We'll take a break with a minute and 33 seconds to play. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. Morningside 14, Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. All right, the Broncos are trailing 14 to nothing here in the ballgame. They're going to go for this 53-yard field goal. 
Bockle into the ball game. Good snap. Ball is down. The kick is up. The kick is long enough, and the kick is going to sail wide left. It's going to be no good. Certainly had the distance there from 53 yards, but when you have a chance to put points on the scoreboard, you got to at least give her a try here. And that one sails wide left, so the Broncos still with a goose egg on the board. And now you get Morningside pretty good field position here. First down and 10, the Mustangs will take over at the 36-yard line. Well, we know Bockel's got plenty of leg. You watch him in pregame, but again, that's without a, a massive rush being put on. And they had some bodies in the backfield, but uh, just uh, not able to get enough foot on it. So Dolan check and the boys out there for the third time. Here's a Ponder carrying the ball. Ponder across the 40 to the 44. Um, he sings. So give him a pickup of about, what, six, seven yards on the play for A.P. Ponder from Omaha Burke. 807 yards coming into the ball game for Ponder. And now we got a injured player there from Morningside. He is already up, and he's going to come off of the field there. It looks like one of the offensive linemen. That's going to be the uh, tight end. Looks like Tiani Tuafua. He's the kid from uh, Barrow, Alaska. Who, who's got the recruiting job up there in Alaska? How would you like to go to Alaska to recruit? Well, it'd be easy to bring him down here. Weather's uh, somewhat warmer than what it is <laughs> up in Alaska. So it'd be, I sometimes wonder how they get Hawaiian kids in uh, the central part of uh, Nebraska and, and especially Iowa here with the uh, weather. But they do. They get him from all over, and uh, they help him off the sidelines. I'm not even going to try his last name. Here's a pass that's going to be caught again. That's uh, Teoti. Jake Teodi carrying the ball there, actually receiving the ball in the pass from uh, Dolinchak. That's in the Bronco territory down here at the 47. Just a well-oiled machine you see here from Morningside. That is just the first first down from Morningside here in this football game, but they are leading 14 to nothing. couple big pass plays. First time they ventured into Bronco territory here today. All right, here's a pass out here to Ponder. He breaks loose. He's got speed. Look out, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10, five touchdowns. 47. 47-yard touchdown pass thrown from Dolinchak to A.P. Ponder. So Morningside has scored three times here in the first quarter of play. I get the, I get the feeling that we're, we're playing well. Then I look up on the <laughs> scoreboard and we're down 21 to nothing. I know. I was going to give you some positives here just a little bit ago about this game. It's nothing with our defense, as now they have given up 202 yards of passing on Four of five passing, three touchdowns for Dolinchek, and that was just uh, men amongst boys there on that uh, pass play to Ponder. Speed, speed, speed. Got him in the end zone. Here comes the extra point for the third time today. That one is through the pipes. It is good. Point after touchdown is good. 33 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break. It's Morningside 21, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back in uh, Sioux City. So Hastings College is trailing here in the first quarter, 21 to nothing. The morning side, the Mustangs with three long pass plays. And we just see how 
how much more speed Morningside yeah. has. Our defensive backs cannot hang with any of these guys out here. No, and that was just a short pass, about a two, three-yard pass from Dolinchek to Ponder, but they cut it back up in between the hash marks. We just don't have – we had nobody to, to draw close to him. We had a chance at the 10-yard line. We could have chopped him down, but he takes it into the end zone again, virtually uncontested. We talk about it, Dolinchek probably up for a GPAC offensive player again of the week. It wouldn't be a, a rarity for him. He's been atop that uh, column a lot this season. Four or five passing for Dolinchek, 202 yards. He's got touchdowns from 89, 59, and 47. Two of those, blown coverage. Now Hastings takes over at the 25-yard line. The Broncos' bright note, Johnny Zamora. 9 of 11 passing, 80 yards here in the game. That's all I can find right now. All right, here's uh, Zamora. He's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be a, a short gain. Uh, living is going to be rough if we're going to run the football all day long today. Bring it across the 25 to the 26. Give him a pickup of one yard on the play for Brent Simonson. Five that, out of 12 rushes today have been positive yards. Everything else has been for losses. Not that Brent Simonson is a bad running back. We know he's a good running back, but it's like you're running against the concrete wall yeah, here. Yeah, you just have nowhere to go. They'll let the clock run down to the end of the quarter. But, yeah, it's just a, it's that how good that defensive line is for Steve Ryan. They are mammoth, and they are causing all kinds of problems here as we have come to the end of quarter number one. I one quarter in the books from Sioux City. We'll take a break from Elwood Olsen Stadium to score. It is Morningside 21, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 KHAS. All right, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City as we start the second quarter of play. Hastings with the ball on their own 26-yard line. Johnny Z is going to hand it away. That's going to go to uh, Simonson. That was a different-looking play. Johnny Z running to this side, and he comes back and hands it away to uh Brent Simonson picks up about three yards on the play, maybe two yards. We'll call it third down at about seven now. Hastings with the ball on their own 28. Get you some stats here uh, right after this play. Again, Hastings finding the rushing very, very tough. Anytime you get a positive play against this defense here today running the football, I think you got to be very happy if you're Tony Harper in his offense. Now Hastings got the football at the 28-yard line. They look at a third down and seven just underway in the second quarter. All right, Johnny Z with one man in the backfield is going to throw the ball down the left sideline. It's going to be overthrown. That'll be overthrown, trying to get the ball downfield there to Sam Marsh, and now it is fourth down and seven yards to go. Hastings will have to punt. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more 
information. Punting personnel on the field for Hastings College, 71 yards in that first quarter, 80 through the air, minus nine rushing for the offensive explosion of Morningside, 202 through the air, seven on the ground, 209 total. Bockle into the game for his third punt here today, and they will have uh, a man back at about the 42-yard line. All right, here comes the uh, kick. That's going to be grabbed there at the uh, 31. He's back quickly to the 35, to the 40, to the uh, 42-yard line. So it's going to be uh, Morningside ball. They've had it three times. They have scored three times. 21 nothing is the score. Get you some individual numbers. Again, obviously, with the 80 yards, that's all off Johnny Zamora's arm. 9 of 11 passing for, uh, excuse me, 9 of 12 now for 80 yards. Again, the rushing has come very, very difficult for Hastings. Rushing the football for Morningside. They've just got two rushes from Ponder for seven yards, but it's all been off the arm of this guy, Dolinchek. Dolinchek throws it again. It's going to be caught here by Reed Jergensmeyer. Jergensmeyer running over people across the 45 of Hastings, down to the uh, 41-yard line of Hastings. That's going to be enough for a first down. And Jergensmeyer out of Bishop Newman. You've got the quarterback from Bellevue West. They've put up a lot of numbers here for the Mustangs throughout their careers. First down, 10 yards to go. There's a uh, running play there. That's going to be Ponder. He's from Omaha Burke as he moves the ball down to the uh, 35-yard line. I think we need to revoke the uh, Nebraska passport for Steve Ryan and any <laughs> member of the, the Morningside coaching staff. Stay on this side of the river. Yeah, stay in your Don't, own bubble. Stay, yeah, in your, yeah. stay in your own state. Don't be coming on this side here. I tell you, he's. it's hard to tell a good kid in Nebraska that, uh, hey, you want to come over and get a ring? You sure could. I don't know what's going on down the field. That was about a six-yard gain by Ponder off left side. But, again, uh, they do a great job recruiting. They get some stud athletes up there, up here. And, uh, boy, they just keep plugging them in. Jurgensmeyer was like the number two receiver behind Bo Ells last year. They graduate them. They just keep plugging them in. They've got so many talented guys on this team. What do we got going on down here? Chain, Lunch plans? The chain gang is having a problem. Now we've got a... Looks like we had a penalty after the play, so now it's going to bring up a first down. They've got first down and one set up down here at the 32-yard line of Hastings. All right, so an illegal substitution on Hastings. That's just the first penalty of the football game uh, here for either team. So that'll give Morningside, if we need to give them any more help, that'll give them their third uh, first down of the day by penalty. Here's a Dowling Junk. He wants to throw the ball. He does wide open down there at the five-yard line, down to the one. That's going to be uh, Jamal Albusefi. Let's see. Albusefi. <laughs> Albusefi. The uh, junior from uh, Sioux Falls. He hauls it in down to the two-yard line. They quickly go to uh, Ponder now. Ponder is going to be stopped there by uh, Hastings. Oh, they give it to him. Well, this, the official on the far side signaled touchdown. Now we got a Morningside lineman down. Ponder is down. How did they get in there? It didn't look like he was even close. I, yeah, I thought Hastings College had him chopped down. We go back to that pass play. That was good for 28 yards. And again, he was all alone in our Broncos secondary. Now Ponder gets up. They're going to give him the touchdown. Yeah, they sure are, aren't they? The uh, lineman, we'll get a number on this, but... Uh, Couple of linemen now for Hastings or for uh, Morningside has been knocked out. They're trying to get the big guy up off the turf, but again, just pass defense is awful today. Nobody wants to 
There's more guys in white jerseys over there. I think Tony, if you're uh, if you're Tony, you try to put anybody in the game. Nobody wants to run with a receiver. They have been absolutely wide open all day long. That's big go number 63. Their uh, right guard, Jake Noel, is going to be helped to the field or off to the sidelines. So Ponder is going to take it in from a couple of yards out to give Morningside a 27 to nothing lead. I'd like to be on the, the Sunday replay and take a look at that one again, but they give them the touchdown. And here comes the PAT team back out of the field here. Chase Carter is the kicker for uh, Morningside as he'll line things up. He's 44 out of 47 on the uh, extra points so far this year. And he's hit three already today. Ball is down, kick is up. He swings the leg, and the ball goes end over end through the uprights for the 28th point of this first half. So Ponder gets the two-yard touchdown run. The PAT is good. Morningside has scored in all four opportunities here in this uh, football game here today. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 28, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back in Sioux City with producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker, who's going to be a proud mama here soon, hopefully not today. Well, no, we don't need her getting out of there. Boil water and get some warm towels. <laughs> hopefully not today. No, we don't need her leaving the studio. We've got uh, work to do. Work to do is the Broncos. They, they're already on the chopping block here at 28 to nothing. Bell. And Stenhouse back deep, and they'll let this kick go into the end zone. That's where all of them have gone so far today. So no return for Hastings offense or for uh, special teams. We look at the Broncos' uh, offensive numbers. Johnny Zamora is uh, nine of twelve, as we have said, eighty yards. The Broncos have rushed it thirteen times for minus seven. Don't want to say it's impossible to run against a defense like this, but virtually, virtually impossible. Zamora's got the offense back on the field. It'll be Simonson behind him. A couple of receivers to the right and one to the left side here. Here they're going to hand the ball away again to uh, Brent, two hands on the ball, and he's going to be swarmed under uh, about a two-yard loss. Two-yard loss. Seth uh, Maitland on the stop there for Morningside. Second down and 12 yards to go. Ball pushed back here to the 24-yard line, and some clouds start to roll into uh, Sioux City here this afternoon. Boy, it was bright and sunny when we got up this morning. Thanks. Thanks, by the way, for opening up the curtains. All the way as the sun was rising in the east, you well, I, opened I, the curtains. I was trying to get some rest. I, I couldn't figure out how to shut the uh, the second series of drapes up there. So oh I, I just I just left them open for you. Here's second down and 12. They swing the ball out here to Simonson across the 25 to the 27-yard line. Now he's looking at third down and long. Yeah, those newfangled drapes. I got the first set uh Shut up last night when we checked in. I couldn't figure out how to get this second set shut. 
so I knew it was not going to be good this morning when the, the sun came up. You at least could have took your coat and hung it over the curtain rod <laughs> or, or stood in the way. I wake up and I've got sun beating right in on my face this morning. Uh, but that's all right. Who needs, who needs rest on a road trip? It's time to get up. That's right. Get up. Third down, eight yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 27-yard line. Wide receivers go left and right. Here's Johnny Z with the ball. He backs up. He throws it out here, and it's going to be incomplete. Uh, Simonson had some room that time. Johnny Z on a short pass throws it out here in the flat and puts it into the turf. Incomplete pass. I think Simonson had some running room there for Hastings, but it's an incomplete pass, and the Broncos now all of a sudden, after a good start, our offense has developed some engine trouble here. It's fourth down and eight yards to go. Yeah, sputtering a little bit here in the passing game, but the Morningside has started bringing some pressure on Zamora and even the short passes. He's getting guys in his face. That was Goose Gustav in there. Try to get a hand on Zamora as he throws that one down. Bockel into the football, nearly blocked. They had pressure from the near side. And uh, Schwagert makes Schweigert, the... yeah, we'll just say it'd be easier just to say Schwagert. His name is spelled out there. It's uh, not even close to that. Schwagert is his name. Schwagert. All right. Schweigert. Anyway, he comes over to the near side of the field. Fair catch at the 43-yard line. That will be where Morningside takes over this offensive group. Pretty good here today. 218 yards of total offense. Let's just stomp them one time, shall we? Oh, boy, that'd be a feather in the cap. All right, here we go. First down and 10. Morningside with the ball on their own 43-yard line, leading in the ball game on a score of 28 to nothing. Now an empty backfield. Dolinchek fakes once. He throws another wide-open man. They catch the ball at the 20 of Hastings. Makes a move with the 15. Oh, my. Makes another move with the 10 to the 5, and he crashes forward for a touchdown. <laughs> That's Caleb Schweigert. That would have been a disaster if he couldn't have got in there. By the move he put on Hastings College defensively, another new guy back in there for Hastings. That was Alex Atherton, the uh, another defensive back in there. He got shook loose from his shoes at about the 30-yard line. And then Schweigert takes it downfield. He made a couple of jitterbug steps at the 10, another one at the 5. And he had guys on his ankles, and he was able to leap forward and get that in. From 47 or 57 yards out, PAT coming again. Amazing play there by Morningside. That would be one that you would see on the Sunday morning during those uh, highlights that ESPN has on there. If the video guy wants to send that in, that, that'd be all right yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. it should be on TV. Very impressive. 35 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead here in this football game. We'll take a break. You're listening to Bronco Football. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. Right, well, Jimmy Purcell back in uh, Sioux City. 35 to nothing. Morningside has now got to lead over Hastings. That's why they're the two-time defending national champs. You know what? I just was thinking I, I normally keep the drives. I think you've got that opportunity over there on your computer. Maybe not. You've got Division One ball pulled up. But I don't think they've had a drive that's been over three plays here today. 
They've had two that have been one-play drives, big pass plays, as this kick will be returned from the 11-yard line, and it's Sinhouse. Yeah, he brings it across the 20 to about the 23. So I look here at the numbers, near as I can tell. They scored on a two-play, 89-yard touchdown, one-play, 59, three-play, 47-yard touchdown pass, a three-play, and that was uh, – via the AP Ponder run, and then they just scored on another one play, 57-yard touchdown pass. So Hastings back out on offense from the 24-yard line, first and 10 trailing, 35-0. All right, Johnny Z with the offensive unit back out there. Johnny hands it away. That's going to be Malik Thorpe. Looks outside, and he's going to get it to the 28 or 29-yard line before he's run out of bounds. Play designed to go inside, and Malik Thorpe just uh, bounces it outside, gets around the left end there. Picks up some positive yardage down to the up to the 29-yard line. Going to bring up a second down here. Second down and four yards to go for the Broncos in their own territory. Two wide receivers split out to the right side. One wide receiver to the left. Pistol set here with Malik Thorpe in the backfield. There's a pass by Johnny Z. It's off of the fingertips of Jacob Sharp. Incomplete pass there across the middle. Almost intercepted. And now it's third down. So third down, somebody's car alarm has been going off the, <laughs> yeah. in, the entire afternoon here. Your battery's going to be dead. You don't have to worry about anything else. Your battery's going to be dead. And if you've got something that good in your car, remove it. Because <laughs> yeah. if somebody's trying to get in, that's like the fourth or fifth time that's gone off down here in the uh, in the uh, west uh, end zone here. So that pass play incomplete. That running play by uh, Thorpe was the longest run from scrimmage of six yards. Now Hastings looks at a third down and long four. Low snap there. It's going to be picked up there by Johnny Z. A pass near side. Stenhouse grabs the ball at the 43, breaks away, and he goes out of bounds. All right. There's a positive play there offensively for Hastings. It's baby steps here today. That's going to be a first down for the Broncos as they have moved the ball up to the 43-yard line. Hey, hey, first down number five for Hastings. 98 yards now on 16 pass attempts for Stenhouse. Very active in this game. That is three catches, 20 yards. We'll give him 13 up across the 40 to the 43-yard line. Clock moving at the 10-12 mark here till halftime. Hastings is trailing in the ball game. Here comes Sharp. He moves over to the right side of the formation. Is a tight end with wide receivers again, left and right. Johnny Z backs up. He's in trouble. He's going to be sacked. I think he tripped over uh, maybe a member of his own team here. That was a big old Stephon Sherman. I think maybe uh, tripped him up. Does that go down as a sack? It probably does. Somebody's going to get credited with an easy sack there. Second down and 16 yards to go. Hastings now back at the 37-yard line. The pressure was just so intense for this offensive line. They are able to fold the ends in, and Sherman, the left tackle there, just got pushed all the way right back into the quarterback in Zamora. Loss of six, second down, and 16 officially. Zamora looks left. He throws the ball left, and it's going to be caught, but a short gain there. In fact, he lost. He lost, uh, looks like, about four yards. Completed pass. Kelvin Hayward grabs the ball. Probably should have had that uh, fall out of his fingertips there yeah. because he, he lost four yards in the play. Now it's third down. Third down and about 19 to go for Hastings from their own 34. Well, again, we talked about early in the game how Zamora was getting the ball out of his hands very quickly. You've got to do that against this quick, powerful defense. Now they're starting to really get guys in the face. They've just got such a mammoth pass rush. He's not able to get the ball away downfield. That one there was a short pass, and they brought him down. Loss of three, third and very long. 
Donnie wants to throw the football again, scrambles out of there, holds the ball. He's going to be short of a first down as he runs it himself, scrambling for his life there to the far side of the field. He has run out of bounds, and Hastings will have to punt on about fourth down and sixth. We have a penalty flag over there. The officials are conferring, and now we do have a late penalty flag. They just threw the penalty flags there. They rough him up out of bounds, I think, way, maybe. Way after, way after the play. I think they thought about it and maybe visited just a little bit and threw it because that's going to be a, a late hit. They were past the uh, the paint on the far sidelines in the Bronco bench. And they uh, all the officials, well, all but one, are together. The Yeah, the rest of them are back here. This guy here, he don't care. <laughs> and the two guys here on the near side, they don't care. So the people that were on the far side of the field are now getting together here to make the call. Personal foul. That's going to go against Morningside. That's going to give Hastings a first down. So the Broncos will get a first down. First penalty for Morningside. Hastings College only hit with one penalty here today. So a very uh, disciplined game being played by both squads. Now Morningside substitutes in a fresh 11. All 11 of them? They substituted a fresh 11 out there on there. A whole new defense. Well, that's what happens when you get a roughing the... Roughing call there on an out-of-bounds play. See, just pulls in a fresh 11. There's a handoff to a Malik Thorpe, and he is going to be brought down in the play, right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe that was the uh, – those were the backups playing, and now Hastings got the ball in your territory, and they're going to put in the, the starters back out there now. Well, it could be. I see Maitland out there yep. now, and Gustav is out there again. Miller's out there. So, yeah, that was – that was the case. We're going to see anybody in a Morningside uniform that has uh, got the ability to play here today. They're going to through this game. Uh, no gain for Thorpe on that uh, carry. So it's uh, second and 10 from the 47. Hastings in Morningside territory, though. That's the good thing. Wide receivers left to right, two to each way now. Johnny Z with the ball. He backs up. Here comes the pressure again. Johnny has to get rid of it, and he does. Pressure being applied there by Gustav again. Nicholas Gustav from Hamburg, Germany. Boy, no wonder he's been the, oh. the player of the week on defense a couple of times throughout the year. He, he's a good one from Hamburg, Germany. Not many times do we call guys monsters. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> he is. He, he is something out there. Uh, total tackles coming in just 37 on the year. But again, seven and a half sacks, and he has caused a lot of problems for Hastings offensively here today they just seen their defensive linemen are big our linemen are good size but they're just so much quicker able to get around and they just overpower our offensive line they're down 10 yards to go from the 47 yard line of Morningside they fake the ball to Thorpe here comes Johnny Z with the ball he throws it into the Morningside bench way over the head of uh, Stenhouse into the Morningside bench and now uh, Morningside will get the ball back here. He seems off to punt. You know, the first words that, that come to mind, this is not fair. No, no it never is. Th- th- this is not fair when we come up here and play. It never is. They just, they, I, they, they, I, they, they graduate kids, and they've only got 12 seniors. Six of them, seven of them, excuse me, see considerably pl- considerable playing time. So they are a young football team. Think about that for next year. A young Morningside football team. Bockel into the football again. He's got a high spiral. Going to come down to Swigert over at the uh, about the 13, 14-yard line. But, yeah, it's really not. I mean, any team that plays them, we can go back. We've talked about this again. 
Sioux Falls used to be the elite leader in the GPAC. Well, then they decided to go up to Division Two. Well, then Morningside kind of took the baton and said, we'll run with it, and they have. And nobody can catch Morningside. It is Northwestern that has gotten the closest, although Dort, Dort is getting to be a force in this league. We've seen them last week. But uh, Steve Ryan, tremendous coach, great coaching staff, good players. They're a good team. Uh, here's uh, Ponder with the ball. Ponder breaks outside. Ponder at the 10, and he's going to be drugged down here at the uh, 15-yard line, getting in there for uh, Hastings and uh, making the stop for the Broncos is going to be Max Rupert, one of the linebackers for Hastings, making the stop there. Uh, pickup of only one yard on the play. Second down and nine now from the 15-yard line. Ponder with all five carries here today in this football game. Just 16 yards. He's got one touchdown, but he's also got a uh, 47-yard touchdown catch. Now they swing it out to him. Here we go. An open field, 15-12. Oh, my. 30-35-40. He's going to be drugged down here at the 42-yard line. He gets in the open <laughs> field, and he's like a road runner. Travis Combs. Uh, the new freshman uh, linebacker from Glendale, Arizona, will bring him down. But, yeah, Ponder gets the ball. He's like that old roadrunner uh, cartoon that we watched uh, growing up. Uh, he, yeah, he's got some speed. There's a pass out here. Jurgensmeyer grabs the ball inside Hastings College territory to the 47-yard line. A couple of Bronco guys crashed into each other, and they're both down. Yeah, yeah, both hit up around their headgear. They are both. Dixon. Feeling, yeah, Dixon is up. Is one of them. The other one is still down. Yeah, they, they crashed. Both their heads crashed together on that play. That gain was uh, good for a About nine, nine, yards, yeah, yeah. nine yard gain. We'll uh, watch him tend to the injured injured Bronco here, but he's is moving his lower extremities and his hands, but they took a wicked shot. All right, so a couple of Broncos crashed into one another trying to tackle uh, Jurgensmeyer. One is up. That is uh, Dixon. Now they're tending to the other guy down here for the Broncos. We'll just keep it right here that's because Rupert. that's uh, Max Rupert. He's going to have to come out of the ball game now. He wanted to stay in, but he'll have yeah. to check out. He gives the, the officials a uh, hand fist there, a little bump, and uh, he heads over to the sideline for a play. We go back to that nine-yard catch. That's the uh, smallest passing gain here today, a gain of nine yards for Morningside. Dolinchek's numbers, 9 of 10, 341, and four touchdowns. And old beep, beep, he's in the backfield here behind Dolinchek. All right, so it's a second down and one. Second down and one now from the 46-yard line. They're going to hand the ball away across the 45 down to the 41-yard line. New guy in that's, there. Uh, that's the backup to uh, AP Ponder. That's Anthony Sims carrying the ball. Tony says he's just as good as Ponder. What he, he has was... seen what he has seen on film, he says Anthony Sims from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is just as good as AP Ponder. Well, Sims was the starter a couple of years ago, and then Ponder got on scene at the, well, the same time. They're both seniors, but... Uh, Sims, he's a goodie. Six-yard gain off right side, first down and 10 from the 41 of Hastings. All right, so Morningside on the move again. The Broncos jump up front. Penalty flags are down. They're going to take a shot. Dallin goes downfield, and it's going to be overthrown. Dragons Meyer was out there. The Broncos had double coverage back there. But Hastings is going to be guilty of an outside call here. That was a free shot for Dallin Check, so he goes with a home run ball and overthrows is intended receiver down there in the end zone. 
There's the call, and Hastings, a five-yard penalty. Second penalty for Hastings here today. Ponder back in the game. I wondered what kind of socks he had on. Those are not socks. I put the glasses on. He must be sponsored by Under Armour. Those are like wristbands up his leg on just one leg, not both of them. He'll get the handoff up the middle. Here he breaks into the open, oh, two, no. 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. The roadrunner takes it yeah. into the end zone for a touchdown. Beep, beep, 36 yards later. Just a simple delayed draw. Dolinchek handed it off. Ponder takes it off left side. And again, no Bronco got a hand on him. 36 yards later, that is the second rushing touchdown for Ponder here in the football game. He's also got two touchdown or uh, one touchdown reception in this football game and uh, it's on it's on it's now a 41 to nothing ball game here in the first half with Morningside down on top of these things here comes uh, Carter back out there now Chase Carter for the point after he has been perfect so far today here comes the extra point it is up there that one is good a PAT through the uprights it is good we'll take a break four minutes and 53 seconds to play here in the second quarter, almost as bad as what you're watching on TV here today. Morningside has got to lead. Morningside 42, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to RutzHeating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Update on the Nebraska game. Maybe an embarrassing loss coming up here. Illinois is beating Nebraska 38-17. 13 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. There's the end over end kick. And Stenhouse is going to have a chance here at the five-yard line. Center of the field, 10-15. Brings it outside the hash marks to the 20 to the 23-yard line. Before he's brought down there, it'll be Hastings ball first down and 10. Well, this game we kind of seen coming. We kind of had the feeling it was going to be that way. We didn't see that coming. That is uh, that is terrible. Was just uh, listening. We didn't have the crowd mic turned up. AP Ponder was just uh, given credentials for a uh, a record of some sorts here at Morningside. That doesn't come as a huge shocker, but uh, everybody was slapping him on the uh, shoulder pads and whatnot. So obviously, after that touchdown run through his career, I don't have his career numbers up in front of me, but they've got to be tremendous in his four-year career here at Morningside. So Hastings takes over 42 to nothing Morningside. They've got the football at their own 22-yard line. Johnny Z back out there. Johnny Z is going to hand the ball away, and that's going to be, uh, yeah, we're going to be deep in the old charts here today. I think that's Marcus Rice. Yeah, Marcus Rice carrying the ball. Marcus Rice started as a uh, running back when he first came to Hastings College. They moved him over to the defense, and because of the injury we had to uh, Tyree Nesmith a couple of weeks ago, Marcus Rice is now back on the offense, and he gets a carry right there. Picks up a couple of yards. They bring the ball to the 24-yard line. Second down and eight yards to go. He sings with the ball in their own territory. Wide receivers to the uh, right side of the formation. Here's Johnny Z again to Marcus Rice, and he might want to start playing defense again as he's crushed <laughs> there. Yeah, man, put me back on defense, will you? Oh, I tell you what. You know one good thing about playing a team like this when you're youngsters on the uh, other side? 
Nothing. Don't say nothing. Yeah. Experience. You know exactly what you've got to do in the offseason. And by the looks of it, we've got a lot of building. We've got a lot of work to do. We want to get to the talent level of what Morningside well, has. Well, there's some teams that thought they turned the corner, and then you go out and give it 38 to 17. Yeah. Things yeah. are going in the right direction, and you go out and lose to one of the doormats of the uh, Big Ten Conference. You're losing 38 to 17 as a 16-point favorite today. Here's Johnny Z with the ball. He's going to be sacked back here at the 15-yard line. Sacked at the 15-yard line. Getting through there is Zach Keller is into the ball game now for Gustav at the defensive end spot. Keller is the senior out of Wilbur Claytonia making the stop there. And now it's fourth down and 17 yards to go. And we are under three minutes to play here in the second quarter with Morningside out on top, 42 to nothing. Swagger drops back deep again for Morningside. The Mustangs going to get good field oh, position boy. here. Yeah, inside the 50 stands. As uh, Bacalo is back on the, right of the goal line. He's got the ball. He gets it away. Good high kick here by Bacalo. Swagger grabs the ball in his own 49 across the 50. To the Bronco 45. Spins away to the 40. Into the open. 35-30. And he's run out of bounds down here at the 26-yard line. I- I'd like to see the end of the season... Uh, highlight reel that Morningside obviously puts together for their football team. We, we've seen several today that would oh, be on the highlight reel. Unbelievable. And that was Schweigert that caught the touchdown run that, uh, boy, he just he, he stopped in his tracks, let the defense run by him, and then he 360 spins out of one, spins out of another one. 26 yards later, he's got the football at the Hastings 25-yard line. Knocking on touchdown door again. It's Ponder and Dolinchek in the backfield for Steve Ryan's offense. Dolinchek waiting for the snap. He's got it. Gives it away to, ooh, ooh. There goes the little bug runner again. Beep, beep. 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 Across the 20 to the 15. Runs over him at the 10. <laughs> down to the 8-yard line. First down. 17 on the run. And Hastings had guys that got hands on him. Just not able to bring down Ponder. He is, uh, he's too good. Anyway, Morningside has now got the ball to Hastings 8. They give the ball away again to Ponder to the 6-yard line. Pick up two yards on the play there. Jared Preston in on the stop there for uh, Hastings. Preston, a six foot three, two 266-pound junior from Jonesboro, Georgia, seeing some playing time here today. Now Morningside looking at second down. We're down to a minute and 40 seconds to play here in quarter number two. Morningside knocking on touchdown door again down here at the Hastings College seven-yard line. Dolinchuk waiting the play clock to run down for some reason. Dolinchuk with a man going in motion. That's Juergensmeyer. They throw the ball out to Juergensmeyer. He grabs the ball. He's at the five-yard line. He's at the four. He's at the three. He's at the two. One, he's into the touchdown. He's in there again. He's into the end zone for another touchdown. Broncos had some guys out there, but Juergensmeyer just runs through them. Yeah. Gets in the end zone for the score. They set up blocking. They had two wide receivers out to the right side. Juergensmeyer lined up on the opposite side of the formation, came in motion across the uh, the offensive formation in front of Dolinchek, and then he just threw a screen pass out. Well, those two wide receivers did such a great job blocking. It was three on two. Juergensmeyer runs over a couple of Bronco defenders, and they score yet again five touchdowns for Dolinchek. Here in this game. Here comes uh, Carter back into the ball game. He is still perfect on PATs. An eight-yard touchdown pass thrown from Dolinchak to Jurgensmeyer. 
Another touchdown on the board here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 49, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. Coming up at halftime, we'll check all the uh, scoring in the first half. There's been a lot, a lot to a little in this ball game. It's a 49 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead. We'll check some halftime stats. We'll get you up to date on some scores. Other games going on in the conference today. You've got Concordia playing at Dakota Wesleyan. Dort is at Briarcliff. Then the game between Jamestown and Northwestern. They were supposed to play today, and they moved the game to Monday night. They're going to play on Monday for some <laughs> unknown reason. Six o'clock starting time. Evidently, they like the the idea of Monday night football in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hopefully, they don't get that started. And we've got uh, Jamestown playing at Northwestern on Monday night. Nothing better than being in Jamestown, North Dakota on a Monday night. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be in Orange City. Oh, it is in Orange. Well, same difference. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 25-yard line after the touchback. They hand the ball away. They go straight ahead. And uh, much like the rest of the first half, not much there for Malik Thorpe. They give him a yard as they move the ball to the 26-yard line, down to a minute to play here in quarter number two, Morningside with the lead. Hastings with 22 carries here in this football game, minus seven yards rushing, 95 yards passing, 19 pass attempts for Johnny Z. He started out red hot, but they have uh, started figuring out how to get a hand in his face. Uh, Hastings looks at a second down and nine. All right, Zamora fakes. Now he throws it out here. It's going to be overthrown. Overthrown, Bretton Bell, the intended receiver there. And now it's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and nine yards to go. Still with 32 seconds to play. Problem is you're throwing the ball, stopping the clock. Morningside, heck, they don't need 32 seconds to score again. Well, Hastings has been in the Morningside a couple of times here today. But, boy, here in this uh, second quarter, we have not gotten close to midfield. And it's cost us on the short field. Third down, nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 26 of Hastings. Here's a Thorpe, and he is going to be buried on the play. Thorpe is uh, buried on the play again. So three plays and out. That was a Zach Keller again making the tackle there for Morningside. And now it is fourth down. That was a loss of a yard in the play. Fourth down and 10 yards to go. And Hastings will probably not have to punt this football away. Shouldn't have to, no. We're down to nine seconds to go. Clock is running, and the teams start to head to the locker rooms here at halftime. A long, long first half of play for the Hastings College football team. We have given up 60 points plus the past two weekends. We give up 49 points here in the first half against the uh, Morningside Mustangs. We've reached halftime. The score, Morningside 49, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. 
And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I'm back here at halftime. Hastings College is trailing Morningside 49 to nothing here at the break. It's been all Mustangs. Hastings got off to a, a good start or what we thought was a, a good start. They First offensive possession today. They picked up a couple of first downs, moved the ball into Morningside territory, eventually had to punt. Then the Broncos gave up a long 89-yard touchdown pass to Morningside. It's like the floodgates were opened up at that point, and Morningside has put up seven touchdowns against the Broncos here in the first half. They've got a 49-to-nothing lead over uh, Hastings College here in the first half. But, Jimmy, there's not too much you can say as the Broncos have been totally dominated both offensively and defensively here in this football game. Yep, to say they're a well-oiled machine is uh, an understatement. This is, uh, again, a a tremendous football team. They're back-to-back defending national champions, looking to make yet another run for a three-peat. They are uh, are a force. We are not able to do anything virtually offensively against this uh, football team and defensively you got to have some secondary that wants to run with their receivers. And four of the touchdowns today have virtually been uncontested. We have had nobody in position where they've allowed the receiver to get behind us. Peeking in the backfield, we talk about that all all season long. And obviously, we can't get that out of our heads because that's happened here today in this uh, first half. So, as expected, uh, Morningside out to a big, big lead here at halftime. All right, 49 to nothing. We'll get you the scoring in the ball game. Jimmy will total up the stats for us here. We'll get you the scores around the conference and across the uh, nation here today. So uh, stick around. And Morningside didn't take long, 10 minutes and 46 seconds to play in the first quarter after Hastings had a couple of first downs offensively. They moved the ball, like we said, into Morningside territory but had to punt. Morningside uh, got the ball. Hastings made a good couple of plays on defense had him in a third and 11 from their own 11 yard line and Joey Dolinchuk finds a wide open Reed Jurgensmeyer and Jurgensmeyer runs it in for a touchdown to give Morningside the lead the point after touchdown was good seven to nothing Morningside had the lead but wait there's more four minutes later 
Uh, Dallincheck throws a 59-yard touchdown pass to Jamal Abusefi. Abusefi, uh, 14 to nothing was the score at that point as the Morningside had the lead. They scored it again in the first quarter with 33 seconds to play. It was a 48-yard touchdown pass from Dallincheck to AP Ponder, and uh, it was 21 to nothing with 33 seconds to play in the first quarter. AP Ponder. Again, scores early in the second quarter on a two-yard run to make it a 28-0 ball game. Dallincheck then finds uh, Caleb Schweigert for a 35-yard, actually a uh, 57-yard touchdown uh, catch and pass and a touchdown to make the score 35-0. AP Ponder runs it in from 36 yards out to make it 42-0. And then uh, Dallincheck finds uh, Jurgensmeyer for the second time today with an eight-yard touchdown pass to make it a 49 to nothing lead for Morningside. And that's the way we stand here at halftime with, uh, I'm sure, more to come because uh, I'm telling you, some of the backups for Morningside are, are pretty good, too, and they'll see a lot of action here on the final game of the uh, 2020 season for both of these teams. So it's 49 to nothing here at halftime. We'll take a break and come back and check some halftime stats for you as we continue on 1230 KHIS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Back here at Elwood Olson Stadium in uh, Sioux City here this afternoon, the final game for Hastings College for the 2020 season. They trail uh, the two-time defending national champs 49 to nothing in the ball game. The uh, Stangs rolling up some big numbers here in the first half. Yeah, they really are, and as you said, it uh, their backups are uh, are pretty good. So expect to see a lot of offense still to come out of Morningside. I was asked this last week why Dort run the score up on Hastings. It ain't the fact that teams are running scores up on them. They substitute. They're bringing in their second and third teamers. Talent is just that good. So it uh, shows what uh, we've got to do to climb the uh, climb the mountain at Hastings College. Halftime stats are brought to you by Hastings College. Make a difference in the lives of Hastings College students and faculty. Make a financial contribution. Refer a student to Hastings College. Participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee. You can find out more at Hastings.edu. For Morningside in that first half, they only run 21 offensive plays. They didn't need to. They scored about every time they got the uh, the football on one and two play drives. Joey Dolinchek, 10 of 12 passing in the first half, 347 yards. He threw five touchdowns. In that first half, the Morningside rush attack, nine carries, primarily all AP Ponder, 77 yards for Morningside on the ground. So 424 already of total offense in this football game on 21 offensive plays. AP Ponder, eight carries, 70 yards. He's got a rushing touchdown, actually two rushing rushing touchdowns and one reception for 29 yards. He's got a touchdown from 47 yards. So Ponder having a, a great half of football. Other individual leaders, uh, Reed Jurgensmeyer out of uh, Bishop Newman, four catches, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Swigert has a catch 
for a touchdown of 57 yards in the first half of action. Uh, Morningside with eight first downs and just one penalty uh, there in the uh, first half of action. For Hastings College, Johnny Zamora is 12 of 20, passing 95 yards in the first half. But the rushing attack, the Broncos have rushed it 23 times for minus eight yards. They have been all over Johnny Z. They have been all over Brett Simonson. There is no positive yards uh, really to speak of in the first half. As a matter of fact, out of those 23 plays, seven, seven out of 23 plays went for positive yards. The rest were all behind the line of scrimmage. So 83 yards of total offense on 43 offensive plays for Hastings. The Broncos did uh, bang out six first downs and one penalty. Leading receiver in the first half, Coyote Stenhouse, three catches, 20 yards. And Sam Marsh had uh, one catch for 24 yards. Griffin Roberts had a catch for 19. And uh, Ethan Sharp with a catch and seven yards in his debut. Ross Oster, Ostermeyer had, uh, Ostendorf had a catch for four yards in that first half. But uh, not a lot to talk about. As they said, they're, they are as advertised. Very, very good football team. They're well coached, good players, and they're dominating this first half of action. All right, 49 to nothing is the score. Hastings College uh, trailing here in this ball game. We'll take a break and come back and check some scores across the nation as we continue with Hastings College football today on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in uh, Sioux City. Morningside with the lead over Hastings College, 49 to nothing. Again, the other games uh, going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. As uh, we try to check the scoreboard here, it's uh, Concordia playing at uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Dorn is playing at Briarcliff today, and then Monday night, Jamestown will be at Northwestern in a 6 o'clock ball game. Checking some other scores, some major college scores across the nation. Didn't see this one coming at all as Illinois is out on top of Nebraska. They are in the fourth quarter with about 10 minutes to play in the game. 41-17, to 17. Illinois has got the lead. The uh, Fighting Illini were 16-and-a-half-point underdogs coming into the football game today. The Huskers have not shown up at uh, home at Memorial Stadium. Illinois has got the lead. In fact, the uh, Fighting Illini had a 28-10 lead over Hastings, or over uh, Nebraska at halftime. And again, uh, Illinois leads the Huskers by the score of 41-17. to The only uh, bright point there, Jimmy, is that we'll have plenty to listen to uh, on the way home with a big red reaction. And that's uh, coming up for you uh, locally on the breeze, KLIQ 94.5 following the game today. Or as they like to say up here on one of the local sports stations at Omaha, big red overreaction. It won't be overreaction. This is awful. Terrible performance by the Huskers. 41-17 to 17 again is a score with 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. 
Uh, some other scores. We've got Ohio State out on top of uh, Indiana, but that game is uh, getting close now. Ohio State is uh, out on top of Indiana by 7, 42-35, as Indiana has just scored in the fourth quarter to put up their second touchdown in the final period already. It's Ohio State 42, Indiana 35. That game with 10 and a half minutes to play in the uh, fourth quarter. Some other scores uh, going on. Florida has got a lead over Vanderbilt. The uh, Gators are ranked number six in the country. Florida with a lead over Vanderbilt by the score of 38-17. to 17. Coastal Carolina is trailing Appalachian State. They uh, got about two and a half minutes to play in the fourth quarter. We give you Coastal Carolina because they're the 15th ranked team in the country. Coastal Carolina is trailing uh, Appalachian State by the score of 23-21. to 21. Here's a fourth quarter score. Memphis is out on top of Stephen F. Austin. It is 49-14. Memphis has got to lead there. Here's a fourth quarter score with a minute and 43 seconds to play in the game. Arkansas State is leading Texas State by the score of 45-41. to With 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter, East Carolina leading the Temple Owls by the score of 28-3. There's a final score in. Army has gotten by Georgia Southern today, the final of 28-27. Here's a fourth quarter score. Things not going well for LSU this year. Fourth quarter score, Arkansas. The Razorbacks with a lead over the LSU Tigers. They scored 24-20. to That is in the fourth quarter down in Fayetteville. Here's a second quarter score. Florida International is leading Western Kentucky by the score of 13-10. to Here's a second quarter score with about a minute to play before halftime. North Texas 14 and Rice 10. Here's a first quarter score just underway. BYU is on the board against North Alabama. The Cougars leading North Alabama by the score of 7 to nothing. Here's a first quarter score. No score between uh, Texas San Antonio and uh, Southern Miss. Other games getting started here in the 2.30 time slot. Includes 7th-ranked Cincinnati playing uh, Central Florida. Also here at 2.30, it'll be Wisconsin up against Northwestern. A matchup there of a couple of top 25 uh, ranked teams. It's Wisconsin number 10, Northwestern at number 19. Both teams undefeated in the Big Ten. Also getting started here at 2.30 will be UCLA and Oregon. Also at 2.30, you're going to have Georgia State and South Alabama. Getting started at 2.30, games like Middle Tennessee and Troy. And also starting at 2.30 will be Iowa against Penn State. San Diego State and Nevada will get started here at 2.30. Also at 2.30 today will be California and Oregon State. So that brings you up to date on all the scores as far as Hastings College sports is concerned. The Hastings College volleyball team last night they came up winners over Midland on the road in Fremont. Hastings winning by scores of 25 to 20, 23 25, 20 25, 26 24, and 15 to 12. The Broncos were supposed to host Concordia tonight at Lynn Farrell Arena. That match has been postponed because of some COVID issues on the Concordia squad. So Hastings will have a, a day off. They'll play Morningside tomorrow afternoon. 
in Hastings at the Osborne Sports Complex. That gets started at 4 tomorrow afternoon. Hastings College men's basketball team, they're going to be in action tonight. They're going to be playing at Dakota Wesleyan up in Mitchell, South Dakota. It's actually a 4 o'clock start today at the Corn Palace in Mitchell. Women's team not going to play Dakota Wesleyan today. Evidently some COVID issues on the Dakota Wesleyan women's basketball team. So the guys are making a, a solo trip to play at Mitchell today at Dakota Wesleyan. Four o'clock start. The Bronco men are sitting at three and two on the season after their loss the other night to Midland. Hastings will be at home on Monday against Jamestown. That's a doubleheader with the women and men was originally scheduled for Tuesday. They have moved it to Monday, so it'll be Jamestown against Hastings on Monday night in basketball. Six o'clock for the women, eight o'clock for the guys. We'll have the game and the games on Monday night here on 1230 KHIS, beginning with the pregame show at 545. That wraps up the halftime show here from Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City here this afternoon. Hastings trailing the Morningside Mustangs at the break by a score of 49 to nothing. Second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I came from a big city. Nebraska is different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated, Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer. It was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication, for sure. That is true Nebraskan style. And the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 KHAS. Back here at Ellen Olsen Stadium in uh, Sioux City today. Curtain comes down on the uh, 2020 season for us uh, here this afternoon. And what a way to end the season as you got to take on the uh, boarding side and you're trailing 49 to nothing. Looking for some positives to take into the, the offseason. Well, it makes it difficult when your last three games are Northwestern, Dort, and Morningside, top three teams in the conference. Very good offenses, very good defenses. We have found that out here in the uh, last three games. But, uh, you know, we've, we've won one category. What's that? We've played every game we've had scheduled. We've yeah. stayed virtually, uh, well, somewhat Corona COVID free. Yeah. But we haven't had to. Uh, we haven't had to be the ones that have said no. We can't play. It's been other teams uh, a couple of different times. So uh, we we played everything that's been on the schedule. Again, the Broncos two and six playing eight games. Ninth game here today. But uh, boy, obviously a lot a lot of work to do in the off season. 
Well, that's do. just that's just the difference between the top of this conference and and the middle to bottom part. There, there is a huge separation. There's there's about what three teams three teams at the at the I would call the very top and and then you've got a couple of teams there at mid pack and then you've got uh, everybody else and we're we're down there with about everybody else. So uh, just a tough season for Hastings again. We started out with that Dakota Wesleyan win and we thought, oh boy, we're gonna have a chance here, but. Yet again, injuries have caused us some problems this year. Again, they do every year. They do with all the teams, so you just got to overcome those. Well, we look so good in that uh, Dakota Wesleyan victory to start the season, and I don't think we have gotten in, gotten anything better since then. No, we have not. We've actually, I, I thought, gone downhill. Now their Bockel's going to just pooch kick this. Why not? Up, Matt. Take it at the 25-yard line, and look at him go. Across the uh, 35, out to the 39-yard line. Why kick to those guys back deep? You're just asking. You're asking for trouble. They're asking for trouble. Is that Tyler Wigert? Yep. On the return there, so he gets it about the about the 25 yard line, brings it up almost to the 40 yard line. So the 39 yard line of Morningside is where this offense will start, and I believe already some uh, backups in. I think Dolinchek's day is done. That's number 18, a uh, backup quarterback, and Sims is a running back. The backup there for Morningside. Caden Ladwig. Is the uh, quarterback here for uh, Morningside? Ladwig is six foot one, 170 pound redshirt freshman from Ida Grove, Iowa. He's completed 10 of 17 passes this year, 152 yards, couple of touchdowns, no interceptions. So Ladwig is now the quarterback after Dolinchek throws five touchdowns in the first half. Ladwig throws the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught here at the 40. 45 penalty flags go down. That's uh, Caleb Schweigert on the receiving end of that one. Penalty flags are down. Going to go against Morningside here. I think that happened on a block out here from Sims at about the 42-yard line. Well, fortunately, the Morningside Sports Information people supply us with a two-deep. I don't know if they supply us with a four-deep. Because we're going we're gonna to see everybody in the ball game here. Final game of the season. It's a seniors' day today for Morningside. So all the seniors are going to have a chance. The ones that were not in the starting lineup, they're going to get a chance to play today. Plus, uh, Morningside, with a victory today, will lock up their 10th consecutive Great Plains Athletic Conference Championship. Ladwig with the ball, throws it near side. That baby is going to be caught here at the 36-yard line. And making the reception there for Morningside. Oh, boy, here we go again. Here we go again. That's going to be uh, uh, Jacob. All right, we're, we're all right. That's uh, Jacob Teodi. He's still in the ball game. I was looking down at my, my two deep because all these guys are going to be probably not our starters here. As Hastings is trailing in the ball game by a score of 49 to nothing. Third down, 15 yards to go here with Caden uh, Ladwig. As the quarterback, and now uh, Tony sees something on the far side on defense, and he's not happy. He comes out and calls an immediate timeout here. With just a minute and a half or so gone in the uh, second half, this timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd and Hastings. We'll take a break, 13-41 to play. Here in the third quarter, Morningside 49, Hastings nothing. 
Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in Sioux City is third down and 15 yards to go. Ladwig sets up a little bubble screen there across the 40 to the 42-yard line. Schweigert again uh, making the reception for Morning side, but that's going to be far short of a first down. Fourth down, and I think, yeah, this is the first punt in it for morning side of the day. Yeah, but, that's one thing. Uh, Colton Urbeck, the uh, punter, averages 33.8. He doesn't have a, he's got a pretty good gig with morning side. Yeah, he don't punt a whole lot. <laughs> no, no. Practice hard and stand around and watch a game. All right, so he's going to punt for the first time here today in this third quarter with 13 minutes to go. As he gets into the football, good high driving kick. Stenhouse will signal for the fair catch. He'll make it here at the 23-yard line. And the Bronco offense will come out here. Johnny Zamora has went all the way. Again, we're, we're kind of depleted there as well. Our backup quarterback today is listed as Nick Moss, a sophomore quarterback out of Aurora, Colorado. And uh, Griffin is also taking snaps for uh, Hastings here. In uh, practice, Griffin Roberts or Griffin Roberts has taken snaps for Hastings as a uh, possible quarterback. If Hastings wants to make a move there, there's a pass to Stenhouse. He grabs the ball, 45, 40, 35, 30, and he's run out of bounds at the uh, 24-yard line. So Stenhouse gets loose down the near sideline. That was a perfect pass thrown there by Johnny Zamora. By far the biggest play of the day here for the Broncos. Hastings has the ball at the Morningside 24-yard line. Seventh first down of the night for uh, for the afternoon for Hastings College. And you're right, biggest play, 53 yards. Stenhouse now with 73 yards on four catches. Steve Ryan liked him. He got a good look at him up close and personal right in front of the Morningside bench. Man comes in motion. Now they're going to hand the ball away to Stenhouse, and Stenhouse is crushed at the 25-yard line. Simons. Oh, yeah, Simonson. Who did I say? Stenhouse. No, Stenhouse is not a running You're all back. Right. You, you'll get this figured out by next game. All right, it's uh, no gain in the play. Simonson takes it to the 24-yard line, so no gain in the play. 11.56 to play here in the third quarter. 49 to nothing is the score. Morningside has got the lead, but he sings. Is in Morningside territory down here at the 24 Broncos send three wide receivers out to the left side, two wide receivers to the right, empty backfield. There's a pass that's going to be caught at the 20. That's Ostendorf, and he's out of bounds inside the uh, 17-yard line. They're going to mark the ball at the 16 for Hastings. So Riley Ostendorf, who came back for a fifth season for Hastings, and it's not been the season he was really anticipating. That's only his eighth reception of the year for the uh, senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. Second one here today for 12 yards, and that was kind of a mismatch with the defensive back come out and tried to tackle Ostendorf, and he gave him a pretty good stiff arm down around the 15-yard line. Gain of eight, going to be third down and short here for Hastings. Here's Johnny Z with the ball. He's going to run it himself, and I don't think he got there. If they 
Give him more pass to 15. He's going to get the first down, but I don't think he got there as the officials unstack him here. Johnny Z with a quarterback keeper. Nose of the football right at the 15. And he's going to bring up a fourth down and one situation now for Hastings. The Broncos will go for it. Trailing by a score of 49 to nothing. Two wide receivers to the left, two wide receivers to the right. Samuelson off of the right hip now of Johnny Zamora in the backfield. Johnny winning for the ball. He's got it. Hands it away to uh, Simonson. He's going to have the first down, I think. Ooh, very close. As he uh, angles off to the left side. He got it past the 15, which that's where they're walking in. He's got it. It's just past the 15-yard line. The officials look to the far side to eye the chains out here. Come on, Mr. Official. Just give it. Oh, and he signals signals the way of Morningside. He can't even at least bring him in. Tony wants a measurement. Look at him down there. That was fourth down less than a yard, and now Tony's going to come out and talk with the official. It looked as if well, Simonson, from where the ball's at, look, it's inside the 15-yard yeah. line, and that's where the sticks are on the far side, and they didn't even ask for a measurement. That's got to be close enough for a measurement. I don't know what the situation is there. Obviously, the officials can't demand a measurement because Morningside is already out here and going to run the ball. Here's uh, Sims. With a carry there, he's to the 20-yard line, to the uh, 21. I'll have to ask my official connection when I get back uh, to town about if the officials can really, or a coach can really demand a a measurement. I think they can ask for one, can't they? The officials, they can not grant it? I don't know. Anyway, we're inside 10 minutes to go here in the third quarter. Ladwig is going to throw the ball. It's going to be... Caught here into the open across the 25 to the 30, out to the uh, 33-yard line. Making the reception there for Morningside is going to be Jack Sievert, who's into the ball game now. Jack Sievert, a a freshman from uh, St. Asglar, Iowa. You know where some of these places are. We saw some towns last night that we've never visited before on our way here. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, we've never been in this neck of the woods uh, a whole lot. I'll tell you what, I was worried about getting up uh, too far northeast and getting scalped. Well, we were a long ways up there. We yeah. had some extracurricular activity down here. They're sorting this out, but uh, if it goes against Hastings, look at the scoreboard, fellas. That was foolish of uh, the actions going on down the field, but you're right. Boy, that trip over here supposed to take an hour. I think it took an hour and a half. Oh, no. Have you ever been to Benton, Nebraska? I've never been to Benton, Nebraska before. <laughs> Here comes the call. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct call against Hastings, which is uncalled for at this point in time. So that's yeah. going to cost us uh, 15 yards and move the ball close to the midfield stripe. You know, some of those towns uh, we went through last night, going from uh, Pierce over here to a, we were kind of taking the back roads because yeah. that's one of the main highways was closed down for construction. We were taking kind of the back roads over here, going yeah. through towns. You know, we always heard about Laurel Concord. Yeah. Now, now we've visited yeah, Laurel. Yeah, we have. Haven't you ever heard? Explore Nebraska? Yeah, Explore Nebraska. <laughs> All right, first down, 10 yards to go. Now they're going to try a double reverse. Here they come on the far side, 45-50. 45 of Hastings in the 40, 35-30, down to the 25-yard line. All right, Steve Ryan. Why are we going on a double reverse here? And now we got a Bronco down in a lot of pain. I cannot quite get a number. That's Brandon uh, Vodrick running the football there on the uh, double reverse there for a morning side. 
as they take the ball down to the 27-yard line. So a nice game there. Uh, Tony talked highly about the coaching staff of Morningside. Really liked uh, uh, Steve Ryan up there, the head coach for Morningside. Maybe their friendship is going to be frayed a little bit after Stevie uh, <laughs> Boy runs a double reverse here with a 49 to nothing lead in the third quarter. Yeah, and gets uh, Morningside 25 yards downfield, and they continue to tend to the injured Bronco at about the 22-yard line. But uh, Morningside now with... 103 yards on the ground doesn't sound like a lot. They only average 190 coming into this game, but 374 of passing between the two quarterbacks. Again, Dolinchek did not take a snap here in this second half as they'll help the Bronco up. Again, Dolinchek's numbers, 10 of 12 passing, 347, five touchdowns. He did a lot of damage in that first half. A gifted bunch of receivers to throw to, and they will help the injured Bronco off the uh, off the field. You never like to see injuries, and you certainly don't like to see uh, injuries in the final game of the season, second half of your last game here. So they're going to tend to the injured Bronco. I never did see a, a number. As they I'm had. working on it. They got three guys yeah. to carry him off. He's one of the big boys up front. So he's uh, been helped off of the field now. Morningside has got the ball. First down and 10 yards to go. They've got it down here at the Hastings College 27-yard line, already leading 49 to nothing. Here in the ball game, this is uh, Vladwig, the uh, quarterback. is going to hand the ball away. Look at that big hole. Sims across the 10. He's sprints it into the end zone for a touchdown. Anthony Sims takes the ball into the touch or takes the ball into the end zone for another touchdown. And now it's a 55 to nothing lead for the Mustangs. That one set up by the double reverse. Yeah, big blocking up front. He could have drove a tank through that to hole off the right side. Sims matches his jersey number with the touchdown run of 27 yards. And uh, not to mention now Chase Carter. He's gotten benched as the uh, PAT kicker. We've got a new one, a new one in the game, and that was a bad effort there. But they might make this work. Now they're going to run it into the end zone for a two-point conversion. Oh, my goodness. When it rains, it pours. The snap was good. They tried to get it down. They had a backup kicker into the game. I'll, we'll get a number here in a, in a little bit. But he went to get into the ball, and I think he stubbed his foot. So the holder takes the ball out around right side and takes it in for two. All right, so we can't stop the two-point conversion. And Morningside tacks on eight here in the third quarter of play. We'll take a break with 8.50 to play in the third quarter. It's now Morningside 57, Hastings nothing. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Alright, back here in Sioux City. 57 to nothing is the score. The Nebraska game has just gone final. Illinois beats Nebraska today by a score of 41 to 23 in Lincoln. Illinois beats the Huskers 41 to 23. They came in as a 16 and a half point underdog. And they beat the Huskers. It'll give us something to uh, listen to on the way home. Yeah, Bob, that'll be all on the coaches. But, boy, when they turn the corner, look out. They're really going to be something special. 
Brandon Frankie was the kicker who stubbed his toe into the turf, but then they get it in for the two-point conversion. 57 to nothing. This will be returned. It'll be Bell at the eight. All right, Bell brings her back to the center of the field. He's going to be hit at the 14-yard line. So Hastings, the last uh, two games, have gotten up 60 points plus. Morningside has put 57 on us here in the two and a half quarters. Last year, Morningside beat Hastings. They scored 66 points a year ago. Now they're on pace. Yeah, they're on pace here. So anyway, it's uh, first down and 10 down for Hastings. They will come out here at the 14-yard line. Johnny Zamora stays in there. Johnny throws it near side. Ostendorf had the ball and dropped it. Going to Ostendorf a little bit more here today. Like we said, he only had seven receptions coming into the ball game here this afternoon. He's got a couple of receptions on the board so far here in this one, but now when he drops it out of his hands, second down and 10 yards to go. Look at the Broncos here in the uh, third quarter. Three rushes, just two yards. And the Broncos with uh, 61 yards through the air. Remember, 53, that was a Stenhouse catch. Stenhouse was 73 yards in the game on four catches. So Moore's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Malik Thorpe. He looks inside, bounces outside across the 20, out to the 21-yard line. So a good game there by Malik Thorpe, the junior out of Denver, Colorado. But now he seems looking at a third down. Third down and four. Yards to go for the Broncos. They have the ball in their own territory at the 21. Ball is on the far side hash mark. Haven't been handed the uh, any stats from our uh, press crew just to the left of us, but third down conversions have been few and far between here for uh, Hastings. All right, third down here in about four. Here's Johnny Zamora. He's going to throw it down the left sideline. That's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball to Austin Dorf. He overthrows that one, and now it's a fourth down. Fourth down and four yards to go. Bronco football today brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, Hastings College, the Hastings College Foundation, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning. At Bronco basketball this week up in Midland, we'll Get into the full swing of things on Monday as Jamestown will be in town to take on Hastings. There's a ball that's going to be uh, punted. It's going to be fielded here at the 49 across the 50, 45 to the 40 of Hastings. And Schwager is going to be brought down here at the Hastings 41-yard line. Tell you what, Schwager, he's a kind of a live wire, a great receiver. As we've seen here today, he's caught a couple of touchdown passes, but he's had some punt returns that have really been spectacular. That one there... Didn't look like he was even in the field. It was kind of a shank off the right side of Bockel's foot, landed at about midfield. But then he takes it, kind of surprised the defenders downfield, split the seam, and then drug a defender for about four or five more yards, takes it down to the 40. And that's where the uh, backup quarterback and Ladwig will set up the troops at the 41. Takes the ball to Sims, throws it to the far side. He's going to be caught out there at the uh, 37-yard line. He's going to be written out of bounds. So the reception is made out there and written out of bounds. That's going to be uh, Zach Norton, a uh, wide receiver from uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. How'd That's he, into the ball game. How'd he get away? A couple of them from the coup on yeah, here. Yeah, they are. It's a pickup of nine yards on the play. Second down and one. The ball is down here at the 31. 
Ladwig gives the ball away. There's Sims. Breaks into the open. He's got a first down across the 25 to the 24-yard line. Anthony Sims carrying the ball there for the Mustangs. Another first down. We're down to seven minutes and three seconds to play in the third quarter. 57 to nothing is the score. Morningside's got the lead. Morningside with 12 first downs in the game. Sims has uh, been inserted into this game now in the second half. His numbers, five carries and 43 yards. He's got a 27-yard touchdown run here earlier in this quarter. He picks up five across the 25. Sims is going to get a call again. He powers across the uh, 25-yard line where he's going to be ridden down there by a stable of Broncos. Leading the defensive charge there for Hastings will be Travis Combs. Combs, one of the uh, new guys, seeing some playing time today. The freshman of Glendale, Arizona. He's been on a couple of stops today. Second down, nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage is now the 24-yard line of Hastings. Wide receivers go left and right again. Ladwig's got an empty backfield. Ladwig waiting for the snap here. Broncos jumping around on defense. And now we've got two wide receivers that didn't quite get the snap count in the huddle. They take off uh, way early, and there's going to be a penalty on Morningside. Third penalty of the day on Morningside. You get newbies in there, they're they're nervous. Boy, there is a lot of freshmen. That's not a good sign when you've got this many freshmen uh, in a Steve Ryan offense. That means they're... They're pretty good. They're going to be good for a long time to come. But, again, third penalty for Morningside. They'll push the football back to the 29-yard line. 544 and counting left to go here in quarter number three. Second down, 15 yards to go now for the Stangs. Here's Ladwig with the ball, some pressure. And Ladwig is going to be sacked, and down he goes. Going to be sacked on the play there, getting through there for Hastings. And making the sack is going to be uh, Chance Bullen. Bolin is uh, in there for Hastings. He makes the, the sack. I didn't think he was available just, to play today. I was just going to say, there's a couple of guys that Tony mentioned in the pregame show that weren't going to be available. I sometimes question your relationship. You, you you ask him a lot of questions, and he answers them all, but yet he pulls a lot of wool he, over he your eyes. He doesn't always tell the complete <laughs> story, does he? No. It's a third down here. Third down and 21 yards to go. There's a pass. Ladwig comes over here. He's going to be caught. At the 30, across the 25 to the uh, 23-yard line, making the reception there is going to be uh, David Breeze as he makes the uh, the reception. And that's going to be far short of a first down, fourth down, and nine yards to go. I'm not saying that Tony always lies to me. He just doesn't tell the complete story sometimes. He forgets. He forgets to tell you. The other side of the coin, that could be uh, an imposter in well in the jersey. Could, yeah, it could be. Uh, they've got enough new guys. They yeah. might have just brought the uh, available jerseys up and a bad snap to Ladwig on uh, fourth down. They tried to go for it. That backfired. Well, they, he wasn't ready for it. No, the center snapped it off to the side of him, but before he was even ready. So, uh, a couple instances there, the new guys for Morningside uh, confused on the snap count. So Hastings uh, stops the Morningside drive. They'll take over at the their own 31-yard line with 419 left to go. Why couldn't we play these guys? Why <laughs> well, couldn't we play the second unit, Steve Ryan? It would be much more of a competitive football game. But uh, Johnny Z and the troops trot back out onto the field for this uh, first down call at the 31. 57 to nothing is the score. Hastings... Trying to get something on the scoreboard here. Got to take something back to town. 
From the 31-yard line, Johnny Z with the ball. He backs up under pressure. Johnny's going to run with it across the 35 into the open 40 to the 43-yard line. He's going to be brought down there by the uh, Mustangs and making the stop for Morningside was uh, Tanner Vandentop. Vandentop is a uh, 220-pound, 6-foot-2-inch sophomore out of Rock Rapids, Iowa. He makes the uh, stop there. But that's enough for a first down for Hastings. Johnny Z on the scramble brings the ball out here to the 42-yard line. Broncos working from our left to our right here in the third quarter of play, trailing in this ball game on a score of 57 to nothing. Johnny Z hands it away, and that's going to be blown up in the backfield. Running the football there for uh, Hastings College is going to be uh, Dalen Farrow is into the ball game now. Farrow. A five foot six hundred and ninety pound junior running back out of Little Rock, Arkansas. It is second down now. That was a loss of four yards in a play. Second and fourteen for the Broncos. Griffin Roberts had a tough time there with his uh with his guy. He showed how not to do it. He fought right off of Roberts and brought down the ball carrier. Four yard loss, second down and fourteen here for Hastings at the three minute mark. All right, Johnny Z in the pistol set here. Johnny hands it away. Farrell's going to slide through there across the 40 to the 42-yard line. So Farrell picking up some positive yardage there. Brings it back to the original line of scrimmage where Hastings is looking at third down and 10 yards to go. Broncos with seven rush attempts here in the third quarter, just 19 yards. Far cry from the uh, halftime numbers. Minus eight on 23 carries. In the first half, so uh, the Broncos again uh, 11 yards of positive uh, rushing here today on 30 carries. Ohio State beats Indiana today in the Big Ten, 42-35. So the Buckeyes they win again. They're now three and zero in the season, 42-35 over Indiana. There's a pass down to Stenhouse. It's overthrown. So Stenhouse down here inside the 30-yard line and a chance of that one. Overthrown there by Johnny Zamora. Now it's fourth down. Kind of come out of Johnny's hands. Kind of funny there. That ball was uh, Stenhouse had a couple of steps. He was in double coverage back there, but had a couple of steps on his defenders. And, again, the ball was overthrown. Bockle into the game for yet another punt. He's punted a lot the last three weeks. He's been up around nine or ten punts in the ball game against Northwestern, against Dort, and he's certainly on pace to do that today. Swaggart is back there. He signals for the fair catch. He's going to make it here at the 25-yard line. So, Morningside will come out with two minutes to play here in the third quarter. Morningside out on top, 57 to nothing. At a 49 to nothing lead at halftime. So, they've scored one touchdown so far here in the third quarter of play. 395 yards of total offense through the air for Morningside. I'm making a mess over here. On the ground, 123. What's wrong with you today? I've got papers all over the place. You're out of control. I've got papers all over the place in our newly remodeled uh, press box here. (laughs) There's a pass that's going to be caught. I'm trying to put everything on this chair, and uh, they're not staying quite white. I've run out of room on the, the main table here. Anyway, there's a completed pass enough for a uh, first. I'm trying to pull everything out because we're going to need all this stuff in the fourth quarter. Is that why you were up so early with the sun shining in the window doing prep work? I wondered <laughs> what you were doing. I know you had basketball this week, which hindered your your production 
uh, through the uh, the course of the week with uh, with uh, football and everything coming up. But 11 yard gain there on the pass play. They got the football out to the 40. Actually, the uh, 37-yard line, first Here's, down. Here's uh, Ladwig going to hand the ball away to Sims again. Sims right in the middle of the field across the 40, out to about the uh, 41-yard line before he is brought down there. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos. Making the stop is going to be uh, Noah Bias. So Bias is still in the ball game here for the Broncos, one of the uh, front liners. It is second down now for Morningside. Second down and eight yards to go. The ball is uh, sitting here at the 39-yard line. Morning side will send wide receivers left and right again. Ladwig is the, the quarterback now. In replace of uh, Joey Dolinchek, who threw five touchdown passes in the uh, first half of play. Ladwig throws the ball out there. He's going to be caught across the 40 to the uh, 44-yard line. Going to be short of a first down by a couple of yards, so a quick pass there. It's uh, completed and advanced forward. That's uh, Brandon Bondrock who's into the ball game now. Now Bondrock is a little slow in getting up there for the Stangs. A little gimpy, a five-yard pass play. Just a quick screen over to the far side of the field. I was looking on the far sidelines. Remember we talked about the uh, defensive lineman for the Broncos that uh, was injured. Gus Ducker sets on the end of the bench. I finally got the massive humanity out of there. I can get the glasses on him to uh, check out the... Uh, the number on his jersey, so he he continues to set ice on his uh, left knee over there on the sideline. Well, Dunker, he's 285 pounds, so it's going to take three or four horses to get him off of the and field. A, and a forklift. Yeah. Anyway, we've reached the end of the third quarter of play here from Sioux City. Final quarter is coming up. We'll take a break with a score of Morningside 57. Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk, and who will joke with you, and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 K-H-A-S. As we come back, Morningside uh, converts on a third down and short, a completed pass play. They bring the ball to the Bronco 36-yard line. So it's 57 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings as we start this fourth quarter. Morningside has worked the ball in the Bronco territory. Wide receivers again to the left side of the formation. There's a running play there. That's going to be Anthony Sims. Running the ball down here to the Bronco 41-yard line. So pick up a five yards. Boy, just the just the easiest of plays, Jimmy. They, they just go straight ahead and pick up five yards. That's how effective that offensive line is. There has been one play today, and that was the quarterback sack that has gone for minus yardage for Morningside. Everything else has been positive. And again, not gaudy rushing numbers. It's been 
all off the arm of the two quarterbacks and primarily Dolinchek just in the first two quarters. There's a pass from uh, Ladwig. He's going to get that ball over to the far side to about the 36-yard line before he is brought down there. Look at that spot. He was nowhere close to the 35-yard line when he caught that. And they're going to give him the 35, a gain of seven, and yet another first down. That's 429 yards now, unofficially for the two quarterbacks. The 16th first down, Morningside continues the march. First and 10 here now for the uh, Stangs. You're cracking me up today. Okay, you're you're an English major. I want you, I want you to pronounce that guy's name <laughs> because uh, he was the guy who caught the uh, preceding preceding ball. That's Nino. That I got his first name right, Nino. Nino Mas- <laughs> Master. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of syllables in his Let's name. That's just uh, Nino. That's Nino. Nino. <laughs> That's Nino out there. <laughs> I might be able to get that later on after after dinner tonight. All right, here's uh, here's a running play. Now they're down to their, their third string. They're down to their third string running back out there now. This is going to be uh, David Breeze. He's going to run the football. Down, you're looking at it again at the 31-yard line, a pickup of about four yards in a play. Mastro Muteo. <laughs> Mastro Tutti. <laughs> I tell you what. That's a tongue twister. Oh, oh my goodness. That That's quite what, a... What's his name again? Nino. What's his last name? Nino. Well, let me, let me work on here. <laughs> All right, third down here. Here's Ladwig setting up a little screen, but it's uh, batted down there by the Broncos. And it's now fourth down and six yards. <laughs> don't, st- don't, don't make me... Don't, you don't, keep staring at that thing. Don't make me, don't make me laugh and I get it. Mastro Muteo. I ain't kidding you. Mastro Tumeo. Okay, when he catches the ball, I'll let Mastro, you. Mastro Trumeo. <laughs> Goodness. Tell you what, that ought to be at a spelling bee. Fourth down here, fourth down and six. Morningside's going to go for it. Why not? From the Bronco 31-yard line, Ladwig has got the ball. He backs up again. He sends it over here. It's going to be caught. And he's going to have the first down and more across the 25 down the 22-yard line. Making the reception there was uh, Robert Washington. Washington making the reception, a freshman out of Austin, Texas. Another first down here for the Stangs. 57 to nothing is the score. If you're just joining us, you haven't missed much. If you're the Hastings fans, you haven't missed much. I don't think we've sniffed the... Uh, the goal line here today, trailing 57 to nothing. There's a uh, handoff again across the 20-yard line down to the 19. That's a breeze carrying the ball there for uh, the Morningside Mustangs. Get you some numbers through three quarters brought to you by Hastings College. There's a reason why we are Nebraska's premier private college. Find out more at Hastings.edu. For Morningside, 546 of total offense on 37 offensive plays for Hastings College, 167 on 55 plays. I'll get you some uh, individual numbers here. After this second down call, it was a gain of four off left side inside the 20. 
with 10.46 and counting left to go here for Morningside. Get wide receivers left and right. Ladwig throws the ball again. It's going to be caught over there on the far side right at the uh, the sticks. To be close to another first down there for the, the Stangs. Lincoln Hardly making the reception there for Morningside. They're going to say he's just about a yard shy. They're going to spot the football at the 14-yard line. So third down and a yard to go. The ball at the 14 of Hastings. Ladwig to Breeze. Breeze is hit. He's going to have a, a first down as he no, uh, crosses get, that 15-yard line. They give him a terrible spot, too. I thought he had forward progress far enough to get that. But where they walk in now, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to have it. Polowski making the stop there for the uh, Broncos. And now it's going to bring up a fourth down. Fourth down and a yard. Less than a yard to go. The ball sitting at the 14. Now we got another injured player there for the Broncos. Steele Willis. That's not good, Steele Willis. He was down, and then uh, Morningside player helped him up. He got all the way to the numbers on the far sidelines, and he went down to the turf. So, but this is the last game of the season, so... Well, plenty of time for healing. All right, we got another injury timeout here. We'll take a break with 9.52 to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with a score of Morningside 57, Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. As we come back, Morningside goes for it on fourth down and a yard from the Hastings 14-yard line. That was another new back in there. They go crushing forward. That is, uh, I think there's number 32 in it, Matt Strecker. Yeah. He's listed as a tight end. He is a big old boy. Junior out of Columbus. They're not going to give it to him. Yeah, they're not going to give it to him. Again, here's a spot that you... You line up with what they have on the field with where the sticks are on the far side. You think this is nowhere close. That should be a first down. But they, we have not had a measurement all day. These guys must have reservations. Hopefully not at our restaurant. I hope not either. I'll have to ask him about the uh, opportunity to get a measurement. Are you guys afraid to bring the chains in? All right, so he sings back with the ball. Here's Donnie Z back out there. Completed pass to Stenhouse out on the far sideline. That's actually a loss. On the play of about a yard or so. So a quick pass thrown out to Stenhouse that goes for negative territory, negative yardage. Second down and about 11 yards to go. Now they're going to give him the 14-yard line. Not having great success checking out the uh, the officials today. There's six of them running around. <laughs> Two of them got the wrong... Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on job here. Note, they've got second down and 14 yards. Actually, second down and 10. There's a running play there. That's Simonson. There's one of his better runs of the day. Across the 20, out to the 25, to the 27 as he keeps the pile moving there. So now it's a first down there for Hastings. Those have been far and in between here today in this ball game. Down to eight and a half minutes to play. Hastings with the ball on their own 27-yard line. 
Tenth first down for Hastings here in the game. Nice gain there by Simonson. Twelve yards by far his biggest carry. Going to figure his numbers up. They're not gaudy today by any means. Well, the last three weeks have just been tough. We played three great defenses, and Simonson has had to work for everything that he's gotten here in the last three weeks. There's a pass there to Griffin Roberts. Pass is completed and caught here at the uh, 34-yard line. Right down right there. So a quick pass to Griffin Roberts, who's playing tight end here today for Hastings. I think he took snaps at two or three different positions. I know he took some snaps at quarterback this week for Hastings. Of course, it snaps at tight end. I think there was another position that he was taking snaps at. We're down to seven and a half to play. Hastings has inched the ball up here to the 34-yard line. Johnny Z sprints out right side. Here comes the pressure, and uh, down he goes. Zamora is sacked on the play. Getting through there for a morning side to make the stop is going to be uh, Greg Hakey, the linebacker. Hakey, a uh, 6'2", 200-pound uh, sophomore out of Stapleton, Nebraska. Stay on the other side of the river, Steve Ryan. Yeah, boy, there's a lot of Nebraska kids. Yeah, there really is. You look at the roster all the way up and down. A lot of, a lot of guys from across the river. Good, good athletes. That's all these good teams out here in Iowa do. They want to cherry pick the good ones out of the Husker State. All right, here's a, a third down and twelve. Zamora again. He's under pressure, and that time he got crushed. And I mean crushed. Getting through there for a Morningside making the. Stop is Carson Waddle, a freshman from Dexter, Iowa, as he makes a, a sack here on Johnny Zamora. Six and a half to play. Now the Broncos looking at fourth down and 19 yards to go. That hurts the rushing numbers now back down to seven yards. 11 to seven in one play. Back-to-back sacks, no. Bockel, his foot has got to be bright red after these three weeks. Here's an end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded here at the 50, and a fair catch called for and made by Swigert. And now here comes the uh, Morningside Mustang offense back out here. 57 to nothing is the score. Again, the Hastings College men's basketball team. They are going to be in action this afternoon up in Mitchell, South Dakota, against Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings College volleyball team. They'll be in action tomorrow night. Or tomorrow afternoon at 4 at Lynn Farrell Arena against the uh, Morningside Mustangs. We've got basketball on Monday against Jamestown, 6 and 8 o'clock. We'll have the action here on 1230 KHIS beginning at 545. There's a running play here. That's going to be uh, Matt Strecker carrying the ball there. Strecker gets it to the 48-yard line of Hastings. Well, we talk about Simonson in the uh, football game. Figured his numbers up. 11 carries, 19 yards. He's got a fellow teammate on the Morningside team, Jackson Perrin. Yeah, a couple of uh, freshmen from Sutton. Sutton Mustangs. There's a pass that's going to be thrown right through the fingertips of the wide receiver out there. That's a Jack Sievert. I think we've got a third-string quarterback out there as well. Braden Draley. So now there's a big incomplete pass that stops the clock at the 529 mark. He catches that, and that's six points. He got behind the defense, and that was a good pass by Draley. He's a 6'3", 200-pounder from Waynesville, Missouri. 
All right, so now it's a third down. There's a pass that's going to be caught across the 45. Uh-oh, down the oh, sideline, no. 30, 20, again. 10, touchdown. Oh, hold the phone, though. We got a penalty flag. Penalty flags. Oh, no, we took her to the house. That would have been another big touchdown pass for Morningside here today, but they can stop ringing the cowbell. Gonna Holding. Be a, yep. Holding call against Morningside. Drake Partridge was the guy who grabs the ball, and he streaks it down the near sideline as he takes it to the house from 48 yards out. But fortunately enough, a penalty flag is down. It's going to come all the way back. And Morningside will now be looking at third down. So that was going to be the first touchdown probably thrown by uh, Braden Draley, the third-string quarterback here from Morningside, as he thought he had one to Drake Partridge, but it all comes back on a holding call on his third down. Part of the Partridge family. Probably a good singer, too. All right, third down here and 15 yards to go. Ball is at the Morningside 46-yard line. There's a Draley. He looks. They're going to go the other way now. And there's a pass that's going to be incomplete. Had a man out there, but he couldn't quite catch up to the ball there. It's an incomplete pass. Nino. That's Nino out there. <laughs> we never did master his name in the third quarter, so there's no use to nope. trying his last name. How many solo? How many? <laughs> like I said, you could use that as a spelling bee. That, that could be a spelling bee word. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's 12 letters in his name. Mastro Mateo. We've got our producer back at the radio oh, station. Uh, maybe she's better at English than we are. <laughs> Here's a, a kick. Hastings is going to get the ball back here. Is a Stenhouse. Yeah, I've got the pronouncer. They did supply me with the pronouncer, Mrs. Producer, back to the radio station. I just don't know how to get through all the syllables on the, the pronouncer list. I'll tell you what, a lot of these colleges do provide you with a pronunciation list, but holy Moses, this might be the worst we've ever had. Try to put his name on the back of an NFL jersey. Oh, I, you wouldn't see it. <laughs> It'd be miniature letters. Hastings uh, College now back out on the field. Johnny Zeal had him set up at the 23. 507 left to go. We can't get the 507 off the clock quick enough. Johnny's going to hand the ball away. And now Hastings got some uh, fresh bodies again in the the backfield running the, the football. That's going to be Marcus Rice carrying the ball. If Harp is in a good mood when he comes up here after the ball game, we're going to give him the opportunity to maybe pronounce that guy's name because I, I need some promo material maybe for uh, <laughs> next year's 2021 campaign. And we'll, we'll let Harp try to get through that guy's name. Some of the verbiage he uses uh, is very unique. I, I can't wait to, to hear that if you, you ask you. <laughs> well, it depends uh, on what type of mood he's in. Yeah, exactly. Here's a pass here. It's going to be uh, incomplete to the uh, near side. Off of the fingertips of Samuel Vanzuela. Vanzuela seeing some playing time for the first time this year. A freshman out of Tucson, Arizona. Third down and 10 yards to go. He sees with the ball. Back here at the 23-yard line, we're down to 4 minutes and 26 seconds to play. Here in this fourth quarter of play, look on the bright side. Morningside's only scored one touchdown in the second half. It was 49 to nothing at halftime. They put a touchdown and a two-point conversion on the board here in the second half. There's a running play there, a big hole across the 25 to the 30, onto the 32-yard line. Running with a the football there for the Broncos was Dalen Farrell. 
is into the ball game now. He's that junior running back out of Little Rock, Arkansas. But he needed 10 yards. He only got nine. And here comes the uh, punt team back out there. Fourth down in a yard from the 32-yard line. I think Bockel punted at least 10 times last week. He's at least punted that many times this week. He, I would venture to say he's over 30 punts in three games. I'll take overs on that. Yeah, I think so. Here's a Bockel. He's into the football. It's an end-over-end kick. They're going to field that one, and a fair catch is called for again here at the 38-yard line. So, Morningside is going to go to eight wins and no losses on the season. They will wrap up their 10th consecutive GPAC Conference Championship here this afternoon. Now, with the, the way the football season is set up, normally... Morningside will be getting ready for the uh, playoffs now, but they have moved the playoffs to next spring with the other conferences uh, scheduled to uh, play football in the spring. Uh, the GPAC is one of the very few conferences that are playing uh, football here in the fall, so everybody else will play spring football, and then they'll get together next year in the spring to play their conference championship. So this is going to be really wacky, and we kind of talked to the Steve about that in the, the the pregame show? He doesn't know really what to expect and how he's going to get his team ready as they will take a couple of months off. Now, all of a sudden, they've got to play again. But it, it's a huge advantage if you've got some injuries that you can get some guys back, some key players. They've only had a, a couple to get uh, tweaked around here today as uh, Morningside's got a whole bunch of new bodies in. Uh, Kyle Craven or Kyle uh, Servant is into the ball game now. He's the uh, fourth quarterback we have seen today for Morningside. But anyway, we talk about the the layoff a little bit. We talked about a little bit coming to the stadium today. There's a chance that, what, Morningside could play Uh, a couple of games in the spring before the playoffs would start? They they have awarded everybody two games next spring, so there there is a, a possibility that Hastings might even play a couple of spring football games next year. So we'll have to see how this all uh, sorts out. Tony said there was a good chance that we would have a, not a spring practice, but actually a spring game next year. Maybe we can uh, hound on that a little bit during the postgame show here today. There's a servant's pass that the Broncos are going to blow up. That's one of the better defensive plays we have made there. That was a loss in the play all the way back to the 34-yard line. So, yeah, there is a chance the Broncos could play a game or two next spring where normally we would have spring football practice. We might be getting ready for another couple of quick games next year. So, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen with this COVID stuff? And the Broncos are just fortunate to get through all nine games this year. And I think uh, when Tony and I was doing some figuring uh, throughout the week, we're the only team in the GPAC that has played all nine games. I don't know how we did it, but we, we got through there and played all nine games. Now we have a, a third-string punter into the ball game for Morningside as they kick the ball downfield, and they're going to down the football at the 30. So Hastings will have a, one more chance here offensively with a minute and 19 seconds to play. Well, I would think if you're Morningside, you would hope that you could have a, a couple of games well, you, to you try got, to get in sync again. I yeah. mean, they've gotten in sync now, obviously. You look at what they've done to their opponents this season – uh, here in the uh, the G Pack, but boy, before you step into the playoffs, I I would definitely think uh, you'd want a, a few games to get the mo going. Uh, Morningside, really no rankings that I that I know of. I mean, there's only a couple of conferences playing, so the rest of them will be playing after the first of the year. 
All right, so uh, Zamora stays out there. Here's a penalty flag down as he sings, runs the football. Yeah, you can't expect, if you're the NAIA, you can't expect that all of a sudden next spring when everybody else uh, gets their seasons finished that you come out with the brackets and you force Morningside uh, yeah. to play a game without them being awarded something here. So I think that's stuff that they're, they're still trying to work through if there are playoffs next year. And, and who yeah. knows with all the COVID stuff, uh, they may elect to just uh, wipe out the, the playoffs altogether. So. The way it's on fire right now, who knows what's going to happen. That was a, a penalty against Morningside. That's their fifth one here of the day. So the young little Stangs caught illegally here, and they're going to be a first down for Hastings, first and five at the 43. Under a minute to play here in this ball game. Here's another running play here, and that's Farrell who's getting a, a workout here in the fourth quarter. He's carried most of the load. Now what do we have? We have got a uh, timeout a, Hastings. We've got a timeout Hastings. Can't take them on the bus. With 40 seconds to play in this football game. Write that down in your questionnaire. The timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd. And Hastings, 40 seconds to play fourth quarter. Morningside, 57. Hastings, nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support 1230 khas well now that the game is about over and there's no chance for the morningside offense to come back out you finally have mastered nino mastro mateo mastro mateo that is the guy that we've been struggling with the entire uh second half here so we finally figured it out but now there's 40 seconds to play in the game. Here's uh, Johnny Zamora going to wind up one more time, throws it down the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete, nearly intercepted. I've used two pages of notebook paper to writing that out, trying to figure that out. That would be quite a, a greeting on, on voicemail. Thank yep. you for calling the Mastro Mayos. Yeah. See, it kind of rings. It yeah, just, it does. It kind of runs right off your tongue. Now that I look at it, now that I look at it, it's not it's, that hard. No, now that you see it, just in in writing, and after we have mastered his name, it's not that tough. No, Mastro Mayo. All right, so now it's a third down. He's on the sideline, uh, watching the defense, and here's a quick pass by uh, Johnny Zamora out here to Stenhouse, who makes the reception at the fifty. That's going to be enough for a first down. A first down there for the Broncos. We're down to 20 seconds to play. Donnie Zamora looking to the far sideline. Six catches, 82 yards for Stenhouse in this uh, final ball game of the year. Down to eight seconds to go. And now, are you kidding me, Harp? Harp, are you kidding me? Hastings has just burned another timeout. Seven seconds to play in the game. Hastings calls a timeout. Four of the Morningside players just looked at the Hastings sidelines like, what, what is going on? 
We're going to take a break. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. 57 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead. We'll be back after this. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support 1230 khas who knows maybe harper's worked out something with bullseye sports bar and grill to get him an extra commercial <laughs> yeah, in here could have been first couple of rubens couple of first downs here for uh he sings now we got the ball at the uh, 50 yard line with seven seconds to play in the game johnny zamora is a uh, got it here at the uh 50, he's going to back up, and he's going to, oh, oh, my. What a way to end the season, busting oh, through there. One play left. There's going to be three seconds left, but wow. If I was Johnny Zamora, I'd say, hey, that's that's it. I'd throw it over to Harp. Sam Clotterman came in there and absolutely lowers the boom on the Johnny Zamora. Clotterman, wow, what a sack that was. It wasn't even a sack. It, they jarred the ball. Those Johnny's got rid of it. He says, here, oh, you would take this thing. Biggest hit of the day there. If I had, Like I said, I would fire that right over at Harp and say, let's get out of here. Second down in 10. The ball is at the 50 now with three seconds to play. Here is uh, Zamora again. He throws it out in the center of the field, and the game is over. Well, that's what you get when you call two timeouts and prolong the game. Your quarterback nearly got crushed yeah. out there. Anyway, that's the end of the ball game. Morningside wins the first half 49 to nothing. Morningside wins the second half 8 to nothing. It all accounts uh, to a Morningside victory and another conference championship here the, this afternoon for the Stangs. They beat Hastings' final score, Morningside 57, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. I came from a big city. Nebraska is different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated. Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer. It was about us as a family the people it's kind of an amazing thing to me i think it makes me proud to be a nebraskan the dedication for sure that is true nebraskan style and the kindness you could not be in better hands my name is tom zuzeg and i'm a nebraskan at heart the gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, back here in uh, Sioux City, the Broncos uh, dropped this ball game today by a score of 57 to nothing. Hastings trailed 49 to nothing at halftime, and uh, Morningside just kind of got everybody in the ball game in the second half for the uh, final game of the regular season. So Morningside wraps up the conference championship here this afternoon, eight and zero on the season, and now uh, we don't know what their fate's going to be as they hopefully will. Get a chance to play in the NAIA National Playoffs next spring. They certainly have a, a chance to maybe a three-peat here. This is a good football team, Jimmy. Steve Ryan must be quite the comedian down there. We watch him in the uh, huddle just uh, slightly past midfield. Got all the players laughing. It's pretty easy giving victory speeches as a head coach when you win as much as they do. And there's no doubt he's <laughs> had, had to give uh, too many bad ones, has he? No, no, not very often. But, uh, yeah. Tough way to end the season for the Broncos on a three-game uh, with these last three games. Boy, they've really been manhandled by the top three teams in the conference. So a uh, lot of lot of work to do in the uh, in the offseason for Hastings. So it was a uh, fifty-seven to nothing was the score. Tony is uh, huddling with his uh, team here in the final game of the season down in uh, one end of the field and uh, Morningside out here toward the center. Both of them, uh, I'm sure, with a uh, uh, season-ending uh, thoughts and. Two teams are in different directions right now, Jimmy. We got one team heading for maybe their their third consecutive national championship and another team that's uh, struggling at best as we're going to finish the season out at two wins and seven losses. Yeah, and on the other hand, we look at the other end of the field and uh, Tony is uh, taking his cap off and uh, giving a uh, a uh, speech down there to his players. A lot of long faces on there, as, uh, as we said. Yeah, a couple of different directions uh, both teams going here. In this uh, in this football season. All right, so Hastings uh, fell behind early. Like we said, they had uh, some success offensively. Uh, the first uh, couple of plays, they took the ball into Morningside territory, had to punt, and actually had a couple of good plays on defense. Had Morningside backed up with their own 11 yard line. They were looking at third down and 11 at that point. But then uh, Joey Dolinchak, who threw a bunch of touchdown passes. In the first half, he throws an 89-yard touchdown pass to Reed Jurgensmeyer to give Morningside the lead 7 to nothing. They scored two more times in the uh, first quarter as Dolinchuk connects with uh, Jamal Abruseufu. Uh, that was a 59-yard uh, touchdown pass. Gives him a 14 to nothing lead. Uh, Dolinchuk throws a 48-yard touchdown pass to A.P. Ponder. Uh, with 33 seconds to play in the first quarter to make it 21 to nothing. Then in the second quarter, Ponder runs it in from two yards out to make it 28 to nothing. Dolinchek throws a 57-yard uh, touchdown pass from Caleb Schweigert. That gives him a 35 to nothing lead. Ponder ran it in from 36 yards out to make it 42 to nothing. Dolinchek then throws a eight-yard touchdown pass to Reed Jurgensmeyer, 49 to nothing. We reached halftime at that point with the Broncos trailing. Then the only score in the second half came on a 27-yard touchdown run from Anthony Sims. They buffed the uh, the conversion attempt, and uh, Holder actually uh, picked it up and ran it in for a two-point conversion. So 57 to nothing was the score with eight minutes and 50 seconds to play in the third quarter. And then uh, no one scored the rest of the way as uh, both teams Basically, it went with their uh, backups the rest of the way, and uh, 57 to nothing was the 
Final score here today, the Broncos losing to the Morningside Mustangs. More smiles pouring out of the uh, Morningside huddle. They were just handed the GPAC championship trophy and banner, taking pictures with that. Their 10th trophy in a row, and uh, more to come, I'm quite sure. Get you some final numbers brought to you by Hastings College. Make a difference in lives of Hastings College students and faculty. Make a financial contribution. Refer a student to Hastings College. Participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee. Find out more at Hastings.edu. For Morningside in the game, uh, again, putting up some big, big numbers and a lot of those happening in the uh, first half. But the uh, final numbers for Morningside, they're uh, – Three, four quarterbacks they had in the game combined for 24 of 28 passing and six touchdowns in the uh, the football game. Five of them off the arm of Joe Dolinchek here today. 148 yards on the ground on 26 carries for Morningside, so 597 of total offense on 54 offensive plays. Morningside was 16 first downs and five penalties in this football game. Some uh, leaders to speak of, again, Dolinchek's numbers just in the first half, 10 of 12, 347, and five touchdowns. Reed Jurgensmeyer, the uh, product out of Bishop Newman, four catches and 120 yards, two touchdowns for Jurgensmeyer. A.P. Ponder had two catches, 76 yards, one touchdown. Ponder also with eight carries, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. So Ponder with three touchdowns and 146 all-purpose yards here today for Steve Ryan. For Hastings College in the uh, the game, Zamora goes all the way. His number 17 of 32 passing, 171 yards in the football game. No interceptions, no touchdowns. 36 rushes, just five yards for the Bronco rushing attack. 176 of total offense, 11 first downs in the football game. Two penalties for Hastings College. Some uh, individual leaders to note. Uh, Riley Ostendorf with a couple of catches in the football game, 12 yards. Leading receiver, Coyote Stenhouse, six catches, 82 yards for Stenhouse, his longest one of the day of 53 yards. And rushing uh, leader today is uh, Brett Simonson, but, boy, they come hard. 11 carries, just 19 yards for Simonson in the football game. So not the way you want to finish uh, the season up, but uh, this is a rescheduled game with Morningside. Again, they were supposed to play earlier in the year, but with COVID, had to reschedule, and it uh, happened to be the last game of the season. But uh, the Broncos go out on a tough note here in a loss to Morningside. All right, so 57 to nothing. the uh, final score here this afternoon. We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, the Bronco postgame show. we got the player of the game and more as we continue with Bronco football today on 1230 KHS. Thanks for listening to Hastings College Football on KHAS Radio, your local college team on your local radio station. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. And by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. More post-game coverage of the Broncos is coming up next. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. 
Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. Now back to the field to hear our candidates. And Hastings uh, drops one here today, 57 to nothing. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Again, Johnny Zamora officially 17 out of 32 throwing the ball today for 168 yards. Brent Simonson at 11 carries just 22 yards today. Then uh, Keote Stenhouse had six receptions and 83 yards. Plus on defense, a new guy, Travis Combs, leading the uh, tackle charts here today for the Broncos, came up with six stops. We'll come back and name our players of the game right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. The game today for uh, Hastings College on offense, uh, Keote Stenhouse. He had his six receptions and 83 yards today as he leads the uh, receiving core. And for the defense, why not give it to the guys? Uh, top of the tackle charts here today, that's uh, freshman Travis Combs. So Travis Combs and uh, Keote Stenhouse are players of the game today as Hastings suffers the loss to Morningside. 57 to nothing. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Hastings College Football continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Hastings' link to Bronco Sports is KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time for the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show, brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Ruts Heating and Air, in Hastings and Kearney. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here in the Sioux City, Hastings uh, dropping one to uh, Morningside today by a score of fifty-seven to nothing. As uh, uh, Coach joins us here in the post game show, and Coach, we knew it was a big mountain to climb. I, I don't know if it was a uh, this steep or what, but they're a pretty good football team. They're a really good football team. I mean, you look down there on the outside of their locker, they got back-to-back defending national champions, and there's not a whole lot of slip from this team, from last year's team. You know, there's a couple different pieces here and there, but uh, they're a really well-coached football team. They came out firing on all cylinders. I mean, they, they, they were upset that they didn't play last week. You know, and I talked to Coach Ryan before the game, and that was he. He said it like five or six times before the game even started. He said it a couple times after the game. He goes, Coach, thanks for playing. We appreciate you guys at least coming up 
here and playing. And uh, but they're a great football team, and and uh, obviously they're deserving of the number one rank. Well, let's start uh, from the beginning because I, I thought we got up to a real good start. Our offense, so we had the opening possession, picked up a couple of first downs, had some momentum as we took the ball into their territory, was forced to punt. We uh, we got them down to the ten yard line. They were sitting in a third and eleven. I thought, oh wait a minute, we're we're off to a great start here. And then they throw an eighty nine yard touchdown pass. Yeah, and uh, I so appreciate you telling me exactly how many yards that was. So that that doesn't feel very good. But yeah, I, I was real. I really liked what our offense did today. To be quite honest with you, we have not been able to move the ball against Morningside. Um, since about when Nick Blunt was here, wide receiver Matt Overmiller was quarterback. So that's how long ago it's been. But I thought we did some good things. I thought Coach Grindy called some good plays. Like you said, we we reversed the, we flipped the field position. We get him backed up. We get him in a third and long situation. We knew exactly what we were going to get. And uh, they ran a little short motion, and uh, our eyes just got bad. Instead of focusing on the first man in my zone, my eyes stayed on the inside guy, and we didn't zone that off. And, uh, you know, there was a couple other plays. It was the same daggum way. You know, our eyes were just not disciplined, and that falls squarely on my shoulders because I coached those guys. I coached the secondary this year. So um, I got to do a better job of, of that. And uh, But the thing is, you know, when they – on their one big touchdown down here on that uh, Seminole special – we did the same thing. Our safety was so aggressive. He came down, he bit on the fake, and then that number 89 just ran right past us. We were talking about that a little bit ago. So eye discipline in the back end is what really hurt us today. I thought that the starting the, the football game out game plan to get the ball out of Johnny's hands as quick as he possibly could because this defensive line, when I did prep work coming in, I was like, oh, boy, they are going to be a handful, and they were. And we did good to start off with because running the football against this uh, mountain of men in the middle – was going to be very, very tough. Yeah, Johnny's got a really quick release. And, again, I think Coach Grindy had a great uh, game plan going into it. There's only so much you can do. At the end of the day, you got to be able to execute it, and Jimmy got to beat the Joe. And uh, uh, But that D-line is the best. I mean, I, you watch it on film, and, and you knew they were pretty good, but you see them in live, and they weren't even hole deep there. They didn't even have 44 on the field today. you know. And I think he's one of the best interior guys of the uh, in the conference. So, uh, Gustav, he's an All-American type of player. And Coach Jacobson, before the game, said he felt like this is one of his better D-line is a unit as a position so um but then you got an inside linebacker that can run the alley you got two overhang guys they just play hard and fill their gaps quick so again hastings uh dropping the one here the final game with a season two uh morning side one thing i wrote down on uh my my scratch paper early was uh just the the team speed of morning side just looked like they were just faster at every position and it really showed as those wide receivers got loose and kind of just ran by some of my guys. Is that the case? I don't think – I. You know, I'm going to disagree. I don't disagree with you a whole lot, um, but at least to your face anyway. Um, no, it, it, they are fast. I'm not taking anything. 89 has got to be one of the quickest suckers on that on the field today. And, you know, and, and Miller, their safety, is one of the best football players in this conference. He's a heck of a football player. But when you don't play with eye discipline and you don't sink and zone off and people close the gate and you're not and you're not quick enough out of your back pedal and they blow right by, it's 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 a physics thing. You've got to be able to transition when you're told to transition. And again, credit to Morningside how they run their routes and convert stuff, and they are fast. But I think if you, the thing with Morningside, and I'll say the same thing about Northwestern too, they know where they're going every single time, and they get there and they're pissed off every time they get there. And, and that's that's the difference. I mean, and we got to really look at ourselves defensively and offensively a little bit and be like, are we trying to overload these guys too much stuff? Why don't we just play a couple fronts, a couple coverages, blitz them and play man-to-man, do some things like that. So that's something, some evaluation that we got to look at uh, this offseason. A couple of, uh, or actually one uh, one positive note, uh, as I said here, I always try to think of some good stuff, but uh, really special teams play 
didn't really give up uh, give up one return that I remember that was a decent length. But uh, as far as that, and then turnovers, no turnovers here uh, in the uh, last football game of the season. And less penalties than they had. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm a positive guy. Yeah, exactly. That's good. <laughs> See, there was a couple of them. There, there was a couple. But, you know, in Bockel, he, he was a little erratic at times today. Um, but, again, Jason has done a great job this year of picking up and doing a position that he – Nob wasn't even planning on doing this year from a punting standpoint. He had a couple that he didn't get off square and everything like that. But, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, I thought he did a did a very good job. I think we he had the leg to make that field goal attempt that we had in the first half. He had the leg. He just he just planted wrong. And he told me that right when he came. I go, Jason, what happened? He goes, Coach, I just hit it wrong. I'm like, hey, okay, those things happen. But uh, I thought he did. Uh, he performed very admirably today, as did Ren Allen snapping the football. Again, Hastings uh, dropping the one fifty-seven to nothing. We'll get some uh, final words from the coach as we continue on twelve thirty KHAS. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as fifty percent. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. All right, back here uh, with the coach again at Hastings College, dropping the one here today to uh, Morningside to wrap up the uh, season. Final score of 57 or nothing. I was just double-checking your, your, uh, your thoughts here. Let's see, nine games. If Dort got their game in today... Uh, they they played nine games, so it's uh, us and Dort that played uh, nine games, and I I didn't think we'd get here, Coach, with with no postponements or cancellations on our part. Yeah, I I didn't think either, and and again, I mean, people are going to look at record and do all this other stuff, and that's why we are not we are very very disappointed in how that played out. But I think when you look overall with what these young men and everybody's going through it, I don't want to just say Hastings college football program is the only one that's had to overcome different things. Every school in this conference and across this country has had to go through this. And we've, we've been out, I don't know how many starters the past three or four games. That's not an excuse, but that's the reality of the whole thing. We were able to get every single game in this year. That's a credit to our kids and how they were disciplined and focused. It's a credit to the institution to allow us to be able to do those different types of things. And, uh, you know, this has been a tough year for everybody, but uh, and it's still going to be a tough year. But uh, if you look at it from a picture within the football program, these kids did something that only one other school in this entire conference was able to pull off. We didn't ever call anybody up and said, hey, we don't know if we're going to play. We, we told everybody, hey, we're going to play. And uh, that's, you know, a credit to our players and coaches. What about uh, some of the young guys that you kind of brought along for the trip that saw uh, playing time today? <laughs> there was a couple guys, I'm not going to lie to you, that, that I put uh, on the bus, that we put on the bus a couple days ago. I'm like, has this guy even been, has he even <laughs> dressed for us? And, uh, you know, again, people say, well, you got too many players and this stuff and that stuff. And in all seriousness, we knew who was coming with that, but, uh, you know, Travis Combs led us in tackles. I think you guys said he's a true freshman. This he had to start in place of Titus today. He got a lot of run. Tucker, even though he's a junior, he got a lot of run today. Um, you know, we got some other freshmen in, some sophomores that hadn't played much and done some different things. So, um, you know, it, it was glad to see. It. We got a lot. I told the guys we got a lot to build on. I mean, you, there, there's no excuses. Well, coach, I'm raw. I haven't gotten any reps. No, you played against the number one team in the nation and the number five team in the nation and the number three team in the nation in the last three weeks. You, you, you've popped it. Now let's go out and get better. One thing you're going to have to do, Coach, is you're going to have to start adding letters like race cars. <laughs> 
because you've got double numbers all the way through your roster. But with all your added players, you're going to need to look like a race car and call them A, 87A, 87B. Mike and I were talking on the way to the Pierce last night, and, I, and he was telling me some of these guys. I go, who the hell are they? I said, <laughs> have they even practiced, or is he bringing them in off campus and, and bringing them in? But, yeah, a lot of a lot of new faces. And, again, I mentioned it right away in the early in the broadcast, not a lot of opportunities for kids to play against the number one ranked team in the nation you get to size yourself up see where you where you stand yeah and it, it, at times you know like a travis combs he stepped up he made some plays there's a couple other guys that stepped up and made some plays there's some guys that you know we busted some plays but they they responded you know daniel mason is is uh i think he's a sophomore or a junior now it's the first time he's ever been on the field made a couple good plays busted a play too but he got an opportunity to get out there and play and and uh you know i, I again I'm not. I don't want to get into all the other stuff, but for for these guys with where we recruit and how we recruit and what we have to do in that regard, these guys have really came together and, and took care of each other throughout this time. Again, Hastings uh, dropping the one uh, here today as they wrap up uh, the 2020 season. Now, what, Coach? Uh, Obviously, your work uh, starts right now with the uh, recruiting and stuff. Uh, what happens now? Well, you know, we're getting on the road as soon as turkey break is over with. We've already had guys on campus. We got a couple commits last week, which are huge, big-time transfers for us. We're excited to have those guys. You know, and you say the 2020 season is over. With, we, we have verbally agreed to play a non-conference team in the spring. So, you know, now spring ball means something. And football is always one of those sports where – spring ball is spring ball you bang against each other and you have a spring game whatever while all these other sports they get to go out and play some you know some outside competition hopefully hopefully if we handle everything with the with the pandemic and if we handle our academics because football's never been put in a situation like basketballs and different things like that we're going to be able to really see something in the spring we're going to go through 14 days and hopefully we get that that game in against that non-con opponent and i think that's going to add a lot to it i mean we got some guys reaching out to us saying hey coach are you guys playing i'm like yeah right now we are so that has created some interest. I think that's helped us retain some guys. Um, you know, again, we didn't start off well today, but we finished well. And, and I honestly believe that there were some times that we we didn't didn't do what was expected. But the kids that second half came out and competed. And we got to be able to build off that. But we're going to recruit. We got to make sure our academics are straight. And and uh, we got. I mean, we had Tay Riley and Heine, the only three seniors that we started today on the defensive side of the, or offensive side of the football. On the defensive side of the football, the only two seniors I think that we started today was Steele Willis and Keontae. That was it. So we had two starters that, you know. Um, so we got a lot of experience coming back, and, uh, and this is, uh, you know, we should be fired up and ready to go for 2021. Well, and with the, uh, the uh, rules, the way they've stated them, everybody, basically this season doesn't matter for anybody from what we understand. And senior day, you were talking to us that uh, you've got some, uh, some kids that have said, hey, coach, we want to come back. So that just adds to the, uh, the base that you've got to work with. It really does. And two of them are big ones. You know, Chance Bowling and Noseguard, who I think is an all-conference performer, and Tyree Nesmith coming back in the backfield. You put Tyree and Brett again together. And uh, Jesse, hopefully Jesse will be out of quarantine here in a couple of days. We'll have him <laughs> back for next year and, and along with Luke Fairbanks. So we got a lot of main cogs. Now we got to replace some leadership. I, a guy that I want to briefly talk about is Pat Ondrak. You know, Tyler Pulowski got hurt way back when against Doan. He didn't play very much in, in two or three games. Patty Ondrak, who came out, who's his senior, who's from Fairbury, started the last couple games for us and did a really, really good job. And that's that that was the one thing that that I'm very proud of is that you see a guy like Patty Ondrak go through four years 
doesn't play freshman, doesn't play sophomore, doesn't play his junior. All of a sudden, he starts four games against us this year, and four of those games he started against were three nationally ranked teams, and he held his own. I love that kid. He's going to work hard, and, and I'm proud to have him be a part of this program. All right, well, my tank is empty. My, I, I don't. My, my I don't think I have any more. We we could probably get together for a coffee here in uh, in a few weeks and talk <laughs> about some things because I found that you you do try to keep a few things from uh, from Mike. I listened to your pregame shows. There was a couple you'd mentioned that weren't going to play today, but they may yeah, listen to you chuckle. They they made their way onto the field. Mike says, huh, he told me he wasn't going to play. Okay, this is a true story. I ain't going to lie to you all. Okay, this is a true story. So we did not expect to have Titus. We did not expect to have Brenton Bell, Chance Bolin, um, Keontae Kinney. Um, Tay Steinhouse actually had to go to the emergency room for his daughter last night, so we didn't know if we were going to have Tay. We get the call, um, 2.30, excuse me, yeah, 2.30 Friday afternoon that all of our tests came back negative. Well, then you got to look at the contact tracing. Then you got to look at the symptom check. We got on the dog. We pulled out. Of, we loaded a 4.15. We pulled out 4.20. Titus Chance and Brenton all got excused and cleaned for a clean bill of health at about 4 o'clock. So they had to dump it and hump it over to the locker room, pack their stuff up, and get on. So, I mean, that's how it played out. Keontae, we just found out he got cleared this morning. It it whatever it is, 12.01 a.m. or 11.59 p.m., however you want to look at that. And, uh, and I'm glad to be able to have those guys back out here. I didn't hide anything because I am not that smart to do that. <laughs> so, anyway, that uh, wraps up uh, the season for us. What was the deal with the timeouts at the end, Coach? Hey, I want our, I want our guys to learn to fight. I want them, to, and, and I know I, this for the first time ever, I got booed by the opposing team. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> and our guys were loving it. Now, fired up Morningside, so that may not have been the smartest thing to do. But, golly, we're here to play. We're here to compete. If we throw that jump ball and we complete, man, our guys are excited. They earned that right to compete for 60 minutes. And that's what I told him during it was, and that's why I told him, Matthew, we will compete every single second that's on that clock. Not if, 59, 60. 60. If Johnny Z comes over after he gets out of the shower and puts his arm around you and asks you about the timeouts, I can tell you why. <laughs> when, the, when the guy come off the corner with the flitz and, and buried him there, we were like, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, I may have poked the bear on Coach Jacobson when I called that timeout, and he may have chuckled at me a little bit, but, uh, hey, that's why we play. Yep, exactly right. All right, let's uh, get the heck out of here. Thanks for all your help again for uh, another season, and hopefully we'll uh, get back together maybe in the spring. huh? Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate you guys coming to every game. I really do. I appreciate your support, and uh, you mark my words, this, this upcoming season, the 2021 season, it's going to be a little bit different because our guys are hungry. We're going to get after them. We're going to find the ones that fit our program. We'll look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks, bud. That's uh, Tony Harper, head coach for uh, Hastings College. The uh, Broncos dropping the one here today to uh, Morningside by a score of 57 to nothing. So Broncos wrap up the season against uh, three very good opponents all on the, the losing end of things as Hastings will finish out the season with a mark of uh, two wins and uh, seven losses. So, Jamie, that puts the uh, uh, pull the curtain down on uh, the 2020 season. Well, in the off season, I'm going to work on seeing how many years we've been together because people have asked me that, and I go, well, I don't know. I've, I've, uh, it's been a long time. But again, uh, quickly, we'll get out of here. I just want to thank you for bringing me along and uh, the station and uh, and uh, everybody along for yet another year. It's been a very interesting, probably the most interesting year we have had together. But again, uh, been a lot of fun. I'll 
turn my headset over to you and you can take it over to Billy Gavers and uh, high school basketball. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out with the COVID pandemic going on with it being an inside sport. So anyway, uh, best of luck to you. We'll be listening to you an awful lot. And uh, it's been a, a good run again this year. Look forward to next year. All right. Houston's uh, dropping one here today to wrap up the season. Stick around. we got more to come. The fifth quarter is coming up next. You're listening to Bronco football. You've been listening to the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show, brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Ruts Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. K-H-A-S, HastingsLink.com. Hastings College Football is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. And we're back here in Sioux City again, Hastings College uh, dropping this one by the score of 57 to nothing to the Morningside Mustangs. We got word that Dakota Wesleyan today has uh, beaten Concordia in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The final score of 28 to 17. So Dakota Wesley and the team that we beat uh, to begin the season is going to wrap up the season with an impressive win over Concordia today, 28 to 17. It was not impressive in Lincoln today as the Nebraska football team, a 16 and a half point favorite today over Illinois. They lose by 18 points. Illinois beats the Huskers by the score of 41 to 23 as Nebraska falls to a disappointing 1-3 on the season. Ohio State today, they struggle a little bit. They beat Indiana by the score of 42-35. to The Florida Gators, they continue to win as they are now 6-1 on the season. Florida beats Vanderbilt today by a score of 38-17. Coastal Carolina pulled out a win over Appalachian State, 34-23. Memphis winners over Stephen F. Austin, 56 to 14. It was Texas State over Arkansas State, 47 to 45. East Carolina, 28. Temple, 3. It was Army over Georgia Southern, 28 to 27. Other scores Western Kentucky beat Florida International. Actually, that's in the fourth quarter now. Western Kentucky over Florida International, 38 to 13. Uh, LSU today came back to beat Arkansas. 27 to 24. In the fourth quarter, North Texas 27, Rice 10. Halftime score, BYU all over Northern Alabama 42 to 7. Halftime scores, Southern Miss over Texas San Antonio 10 to 9. Second quarter score, uh, Central Florida is leading seventh ranked Cincinnati 14 to 10. Second quarter score, Wisconsin 7, Northwestern 7. Second quarter score, UCLA 21, Oregon 17. Georgia State and South Alabama tied up at seven points apiece in the second quarter. 
Halftime score, Middle Tennessee 17, Troy 10. Second quarter score, Iowa is leading Penn State 17-7. Second quarter score, Nevada 16, San Diego State 14. Second quarter score, California over Oregon State 17-14. Second quarter score, Alabama 14, Kentucky 3. In the second quarter, Iowa State shutting out Kansas State 14 to nothing. In the second quarter, Virginia 14, Abolition, uh, Abilene Christian nothing. In the second quarter, Pittsburgh 9, and Virginia Tech nothing. So that wraps up uh, the scores throughout the nation, throughout the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. A reminder, we'll have uh, Bronco basketball for you. Hastings College men playing at Dakota Wesleyan. That ball game gets underway here in uh, just a couple of minutes up in Mitchell. The Hastings College women are not playing today. Hastings College volleyball will play tomorrow afternoon at 4 against uh, Morningside at the uh, Osborne Sports Complex Lynn Farrell Arena. Then we'll have basketball on Monday. It'll be Jamestown against Hastings College, a women's-men's basketball doubleheader. Women's game will be at 6 with the men to follow at 8 on the air with the pregame show at 545. So that'll wrap up Bronco football for another season for Jimmy Purcell and for my producer and engineer, Stephanie Brubaker, who's about ready to be a, a proud mama. She, she's happy that the season is over because she's going to be a, a proud mama here in just a matter of days. Hopefully uh, nothing happened uh, today. She's uh, wrapping up our broadcast. So the best of luck to our producer and engineer, Stephanie Brubaker. I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good afternoon from Sioux City. Sioux City. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.